everybody. This is the seventh episode of the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast. As always, down here in the Weeks Basement Bar. Uh, week three? Week three or four of college football? I believe it was week. It was week, week three. Week three is past us. Uh, yep. NFL is wrapping up tonight as we record on a Monday night. A doubleheader Monday night football. Uh, kind of odd for it being in the second week, but we are going to be past that. We're watching that as we speak right now. Uh, so we'll talk some baseball today, talk a little college football, then get into NFL. Uh, but first, just a couple couple house cleaning things and some things that w- are going on in the sports world. Uh, first, uh, possibly the greatest tennis player of all time, men's Roger Federer, has announced his retirement. Um, don't know the total number of Grand Slams, I'll look it up here right now, but one of the best, if not the best, to ever do it. 20? Uh, for sure, part of the big three. Uh, he is officially retired. Michael, do you have a Roger Federer memory you would like to share with everybody? I remember watching Federer, I want to say like 2001, maybe? It was I 20 Grand Slams. 20 Grand Slams. I want to say he, I want to say he beat Sampras at Wimbledon in like 2001 or something like that. He was just this young, up-and-coming guy. And, I mean, he... He's the, the most uh, graceful player I've ever seen. Like he, he was he was power. He was finesse. He, you know, he just he's a tremendous player. A, a silky one-handed backhand. Like he's just he's the coolest guy to do it. He's been a great um, you know person ambassador for tennis. So good for him um, to to kind of have his setting off into the sun so um you know really really happy for him obviously he was a tremendous player he's a cool dude yeah roger federer obviously from switzerland uh i think my uh my roger federer memory is when he played roddick um i think it was at wimbledon was Mm -hmm. the final it was a five center um i just remember watching literally that whole match with uh with mom on kind of like our like kind of the porch area at the yeah. at the old house on Templeton. Back we watching out oh, there. Oh, okay, out there. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was just an unreal match. Um, I'm trying to figure out because it, uh, it was a final. It was. So I want to say that it was. It was Wimbledon. It was Wimbledon. Oh, it hundred percent. It was Wimbledon, Wimbledon two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Okay. Um, honestly, like one of the best tennis matches I've ever seen in my life. Um, Roddick was trying to get his second Grand Slam and really the first for Americans and at that time I think it was six Agassi. years. Probably since Agassi or Sampras. I thought, I thought Roddick was the last one to ever win a Grand Slam. Oh, Grand Slam. I was talking about at Wimbledon. Yeah. No, I, yeah, at Wimbledon for sure those two. But um, yeah, I, I've been reading um, Andre Agassi's autobiography and at the end of it it, it talked about the, the come up of Federer and just how good he was and it's yeah. just like it didn't it, I mean, that was later in Agassi's career. I mean, that was as he was older, mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't on his top game, but was still very good because Agassi was good later in his career. Right. Um, but he just talked. He's like, yeah, this this kid's incredible. Yeah. So. Well, and that's maybe how they're talking about this Alcaraz right now. Yeah. So hats off to Roger. Just an unreal, absolutely unreal career. I mean, you got to think that Rafa's not far behind. Yeah. And you know, Djokovic has has probably three four more years but he's on the decline as well yeah i mean what those guys put their body through i mean you think about it all of the semifinals and finals that those guys made you think about that's an extra three four hours a match you know for each tournament like it just it was the big three and then when murray was in there it was four it was Mm -hmm. like 
it was good. Te- it, obviously, it was amazing tennis, but it also struggled watching tennis because you knew what the outcome was well, going to be like, until it got to a semifinal. When sports, when sports like tennis and golf, the the best thing that happened to them is you get a bunch of guys that kind of yeah. win here and there. There's you know there's just there's some different but, stuff happening but, for but, tennis for so long. But it, was, it was those three. But that's the thing. Like right now in golf is amazing, but it doesn't bring the casual golf fan in right now. What brought the casual? It was Tiger Woods. It was Tiger Woods dominating was everything. Yeah, he was different. And those, I mean, those three are the the three best to ever do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's going to be kind of interesting. Again, we don't watch a whole lot of tennis. We kind of just seem to watch Wimbledon and the U.S. Open. But right. um, there will definitely be a changing of the guard here. Yeah. Kind of closer. I mean, Rafa's starting to, you know, come back up from kind of a decline for a long time where he's really good again. But, um, you know, you're going to see the Alcaraz and just some other younger guys kind of come up and be the, the faces of tennis. Yep. Um, just some other things going on here. The President's Cup is this upcoming weekend. Um, again, it's USA versus the world. We went over the, the players on each team last week. Michael, is there anything specific you were looking for at the President's Cup? Yeah, I mean, the the interesting thing is obviously being at Quail Hollow, where the Wells Fargo Championship is. These international uh, players who, I want to say, when we went through that list, all of them were on the PGA Tour, or at least have played somewhat on the PGA Tour are all familiar with that golf course. A lot of the times when um, when teams uh, or individuals, I should say, play in these uh, Ryder Cup and President's Cups, they play them at a course that isn't necessarily known by the other, by the other, uh, the away team, I guess you could say. The, the, um, but with this being Quill Hollow, everybody is going to be very familiar with that. Um, I did hear a, a, an interview with Davis Love, who's the um, U.S. captain, and they said they were going to kind of um, lighten the rough a little bit and let their bombers, because that's, that's the beauty of these tournaments is that, or of these matches, is that the home captain can set up the course how he wants it to fit his team. Yeah, yeah, to try to get an advantage. So. Um, it should be fun. You know, I'm interested. You know, you're probably going to have a, a Thomas and Spieth um, grouping. You're probably going to get Scheffler and Burns. You know you're going to get um, uh, the two California guys, uh, Shoffley and, and Cantlay. Um, but I'm interested to see what those other guys are going to be. Uh, Kisner is in it, so he'll be fun to watch. Uh, Finau. So it should be it should be some exciting exciting golf. And then... You know, obviously the, the Americans are the heavy favorites, but, um, you know, last year they had to win, or last time I should say, they had to win on Sunday in singles to, to, take, the, to take the cup. So it should be interesting. Five matches on Thursday, five matches on Friday, eight on Saturday, and then 12 on Sunday. Yeah, so uh, definitely looking forward to that. We'll, we'll recap that uh, our next episode here. Um, anything else really we have to clean up before we dig right into baseball? No, that's I, th- I think those are the those are the big big things right now. Obviously, like I said, baseball's winding down, golf's over, tennis, you know, that's all done. So it's really getting into getting into some football, and then I did uh, I did see the the NBA is very close to moving the the age from nineteen to eighteen, where high schoolers can go back in and draft. Mm. I wonder. 
I wonder how much that is of getting LeBron's kid in just for a year, just God. so LeBron can retire a year earlier. God, but, uh, no, I just read a thing that his <laughs> his next son... Is even better. Yeah. He's bigger, too. He is. He is bigger. He is bigger. He's like, what, 15? Yeah, he's like 6'5", and yeah. Bronny's 6'3". Oh, so. my God. I, we, we both believe that Bronny's elevated just because of his last name oh. and the storyline of it. I mean, he's a good... I mean, he's a top 100 player, but he shouldn't be talking about going to the NBA as a high schooler. No. It, it's just for his name. and No. The storyline of LeBron playing with his son first. Sounds season. like sounds like uh, Ohio State is the is favorite. The favorite yeah, the unless, right now. unless they change unless it, they where change he might it. just go. Which, 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 if you're a franchise and you are basically selling out, like here we are, we're talking about NBA right now in in September, but talk about selling out to LeBron James and his kid, like as as a player on that front. Let's say the, you know the. Here's the thing. Lakers can't even draft him. or like It's not even a for sure that they're well, going to draft him. This was my next question. Do you think if this happens, it happens in L.A.? There's my rumblings that he goes back to Cleveland and does this. Do you think it happens as an L.A.? Honestly, well, first of all, he just resigned for two more years, didn't he not? Yeah, but he's a I'm player option I'm just saying he did it. Year. I'm just saying he did it. It's a player option he, I think LeBron is going to go to wherever his kid goes. So, or so are you gonna take him first overall? I I just I can't <laughs> sell so some tickets. Stupid. <laughs> sell just, some tickets. And then there's gonna be guys that are grinding in the G League that are gonna be better basketball players, but because of the kids, like it's it's the Trayvon Duvall's of it's, the world. It's just too much hype on the kid. It's not even the fra- It's it's not fair to Bronny. I just wonder how it's gonna be. How it's going to be taken in the locker room? Exactly, like, dude. Exactly. You're, you're I'm going to be because your dad. Yeah, I'm going to be. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be looking at this kid in in Pratt and be like, "You suck." There's no reason you should you should be go playing Italy, much less on our G League team, much less well, on no, our actual should, professional you should, you should team. In, you should be in college, is what it should yeah, be. You should be in the NBA, but yeah, no one's knowing that knowing that group of people, they're going to have them graduate a year early and be in the NBA even early. Like it's so sickening. He's gonna reclass it. Like, just don't do it. Uh, these games where he's scoring six, ten points a game, and it's like you're supposed to be a, a top pick in in the league. Like, I just I don't see it. Yeah, I don't mean, see it'll it. be an interesting storyline to follow. But I I think. Do you think it's good for college basketball if they would change the group to eighteen? Do you think it gets rid of the the one and done a little bit? I don't think that's going to really do anything with the one and. I think you're still going to have freshmen that play and get talked about by their, um, what are we going to call it, the the scouts, the agents, whatever you want to say, and they're still going to go after one year. I think you're not going to get the guys that are knowing they're going to leave already with a with an NBA body already, like Apollo Bancaro, those types of guys, uh, like a Zion. Zion would have left. You know, Marvin Bagley much. probably Marvin, would have went to the NBA. Marvin Bagley, yeah, he probably would have went to the NBA right away. Um, you name it. <laughs> you know, you like a Carl Anthony Towns. Name the Duke guy. He probably, you know what I mean? Like R.J. Barrett probably would have went. Even though I really think that R.J. Barrett turned into a better basketball player playing a year of college, I still think that that's... Because it's all about potential. I still think you're going to have guys that leave. I do, I, I do like the the two years before you can go. If you commit, if you commit, 
then you gotta stay at least two. Years. two. Yeah, that's well, I like that. Well, see, and I think it'll be the other side of this. It'll be interesting to see what the NCAA does if this changes, because obviously they want these kids to come there so they can make more money off of it. It's gonna hurt them if they're going to the NBA instead of spending time in the NCAA. Yeah. These top prospects. So it'll just be interesting to see, um, you know, what their response would be to that. Uh, anyways, moving on into baseball, uh, the Brewers. Looks like the Brewers have finally found a little something here. We've talked about it all year, kind of getting hot. They're seven and three in their last ten. Uh, they just won a series against the Yankees in Game 3. They had a lead-in. Um, I didn't feel good about it going in knowing it was Jason Alexander versus Garrett Cole. Uh, the spider tackless Garrett Cole, but still. Uh, but anyways, went over, the, went over the Yankees. Now you welcome in the Mets, uh, another New York team. The Mets are 93-55, still have a one-game lead on the Braves. Um, you're two games back for the wild card. I think some good signs are here is that Adamas is really starting to heat up. Uh, he's two, hitting 298 in the last month with a 363 on base runs ever in the years a shortstop but then also Christian Yelich is staying hot. Yelich is hitting 301 over the last month with a 388 on base percentage. He's hitting he's hitting in the gaps. I mean he's doing stuff that leadoff hitters don't typically do. I'm, I'm excited to see what they're doing. The, the, the thing that is really frustrating is they really haven't made any games. Yeah the Padres are starting to kind of play well. Pa Padres won three in a row. Phillies have lost four in a row so the Brewers have made some room on the on the, but I'm talking about just in general, they were in that three and a half to two and a half, you know, going back, and they're really only at there. two. They're really yeah. only at two. I mean, there's half. still some time left, but do you think this is going to, do you think this with the Brewers going to be a case of too little, too late? I do. Ultimately, I do. Uh, the fact, I just, I think their schedule is, is, is difficult. They obviously got two more against the Cardinals, um, which I'm not saying they're, they're competing with the Cardinals for the division. That's over. But you um, gotta win games. But exactly, you gotta win games. Um, they do have. Um, I was looking at the schedule. They do have three against the Mets, and they got four against the Reds. But a team that they've struggled with. Exactly. I mean, we've talked all year. The Brewers have really played like to the level that they're playing. They play those upper teams. They play well, and then when they go down and play those lower teams, they struggle. So, right. it, I, I think if they do that against the Reds, they're. Oof. They got two, um, two more against the Cardinals. Then they got the Marlins, and then they end with the D-backs. So and the D-backs are a team they just lost a series. Exactly, to are are kind of a dangerous team. Exactly. So I, I do think it's a little too little, too late. But they have to, um, you know, obviously keep playing well. And the, the crazy thing is, is they're a sweep. Uh, away from being in first with the with the Phillies, and obviously if the Phillies lost four in a row, they're not playing good ball right now. So, you know, just gotta keep gotta keep winning series. Yeah, I mean the Phillies, the Phillies got to kind of hope that Bryce Harper kind of keeps carrying them. I mean, he's mm -hmm. back from the injury list, and we, we've all seen what Bryce Harper can do. I mean, yeah. he can carry a team he has before. Um, then there's some other things. I mean, Max Scherzer's back for the Mets tonight. He's going up against Corbin Burns. That's obviously a big pitching matchup. Um, but, like I said, the Mets got a one-game lead on the Braves. They're 93-55. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they kind of do what the Brewers did last year and coast a little bit, knowing that they're going to get in either way. Yeah. Um, you know, the Brewers did talk this year how much they think that hurt them. Uh, I'm always for someone just, you, you got to play it out, and if people the, get hurt, people get hurt. The big thing is, is the way the, the playoffs are different this year is, is, so the top two seeds are going to get buys, correct? Correct. And then... Six versus three and five versus four are going to be playing in wild card, wild card which is a bust out of three. Yeah. And then they're going to five, and then they're going to seven, and then yep. seven in the World Series. So whoever wins that Braves 
Mets series or uh, division, I should say, is going to be the number one or number two seed. Number two seed. Nobody's getting past the Dodgers. No, nobody's <laughs> catching the Dodgers. They're over 100 yet. Yeah, 101. Good Lord. Um, so I think that's going to come down. I don't think anybody is going to uh, shy away because I think they want to have those. Uh, they want that, they, they the want two seed wants to buy, and then they yeah. want the home field at least until they exactly. face the Dodgers. Exactly. Um, Aaron Ashby is coming back for the Brewers tomorrow. So that could help with a little bit of pitching depth. Um, I saw Jake Cousins was brought back up today. Okay. I've always been kind of iffy on Jake Cousins. When, when he's good and can locate his stuff, he's good, but he struggles to locate his stuff a little bit. Um, any notes on the Blue Jays over there in Toronto? The Blue Jays are uh, now your wild card leader. Um, Surpassing so the race. They are. They have surpassed the Rays. Um, they are up on the Rays by half game. Um, Mariners um, by what is it? one and a half. And then, um, so yeah, Blue Jays 83-64, Rays 82-64, and then Mariners are 81-65. and Yankees are 88-58, so they, they have a five and a half game lead on the Blue Jays. So I don't think that that's in jeopardy. Um, so really it's just going to be those three teams kind of fighting it out for, uh, for spots um, with the Orioles, you know, four and a half, you know, a couple good couple good weeks they could be right back in it um but yeah it, you know pending the blue jays don't lose you know seven out of ten they, they should be in the playoffs yeah and like we talked about in the last pod that some of their hitters are playing a lot better and still the, the interesting division the ALs at al central mm-hmm. with uh the the guardians are leading right now with the white Sox right behind and then the twins are still hanging around so that's just it's, yeah that's interesting got, no, it's, the, get, it's getting a little it's farther got the seven games the twins are are the, game under 500 and the white so. Sox are within four four um yep. so cleveland's starting to kind of distance themselves a little mm-hmm. bit it's still an interesting division um just some couple other things going on in baseball aaron judge hit his 58th and 59th home run against the brewers on sunday he's too yeah. short of time of too short of time the yankees record Harris, yeah. um Yep, Roger Marison. First thing I gotta say, we don't get to see Aaron Judge a whole lot because he plays in the in the AL. Which next year will be different because the schedule is changing next year, where everybody, everybody plays, plays everybody. everybody. At least, Aaron, at, at least, least at least series. one series. Yeah. Aaron Aaron Judge is a big dude. Like you, you don't understand how big he is until you see him in that batter's box. Yeah. That's why crazy that he's gotten so many. Why Boone is so uh, pissed off when he's getting those low strikes. You know, he's six seven. Like it's just. I'm I'm really interested to see what's gonna happen to him for the, in the off because obviously he's thirty. You know, yeah. he's not he's not a younger guy because he didn't come up till he was twenty four. Um, but took a year to bet on himself. Obviously, it's paid off. He's couple. I think he's in third in batting average, so he's very close to the triple crown in yeah. the AL. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do because. The comparison I heard today was that Albert Pujols was the same age when he got his huge contract with the Angels. You know, our team's going to be willing to throw that out at Aaron Judge. I don't think it's going to be something like that. I don't think like it's going to be that. It's going to be probably a seven-year, six-year deal, and it's going to be a lot of money. I mean, he took a bet on himself, and it is working out. Talking 40, 50 mil a year? Yeah. It, I would say 50, if it's not So north. six years, 300? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Wow. Um, the, the other big thing that's going on and is do, the, and do you think the Yankees can – I mean, obviously they can afford it, I'm saying as a, as a Yankee fan, when you look how at the, do you let Judge go? Exactly. When you look at the rest of that lineup, like Aaron Judge is the reason you're so successful right now. Yeah. But uh, 
yeah, it'll be interesting. It, it, it's for sure going to be an interesting offseason in terms of that. Uh, the other big thing that's going on in baseball uh, is obviously the Albert 700 watch. He's still at 698. Yeah. Do you think he gets to 700? Yes, I do. What, do you think he ends right on 700? Um, well, obviously they're going to be in the playoffs, so they're getting at least two more games in the playoffs. They're going to at least get two more. Correct. And they still got, like, what, three weeks left in this season. So let's yeah, say two and a half weeks, yeah. 12 games. So he's got 14 games to hit two dingers. Yep. And he'll probably get eight to ten of those games at least. Yeah. Playing them. I think Elbert ends at 701. I, I think, 701. I think, if he, I think if he gets to 699. That's a lot of pressure. I mean, if, I, he, I, if you no, watch the cat. I think if he gets to 699, he plays every day. Every day, yeah. If you, but if you watch the the captain stuff with Jeter when he said he was getting to three thousand, when he was at two ninety nine, it's like you kind of start pressing a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're like, because everybody's talking about it. It's yeah, like, it's well, just and, another home run. Well, something that I've done six hundred ninety nine times before. After six ninety nine, every at bat, it's going to be on MLB Network. It's going to be people everywhere. got their phones out. Yep. They got everything. I mean, right now the everybody's got their phones out watching his you know last at bats. They know it's the end. I think he's coming back for another year. I think he's going to end about 750. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Smoke crack over the rear check. It's in that spot. Cow. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he gets there. It'll be a cool moment. Um, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Dude's a machine. Hasn't, I mean, has he really ever done anything negative in the, in the public eye? Uh, I don't know. Let me, I'll, I mean, never I'll any steroids or anything like that. I mean, so that's. I, I think there might have been one bad thing, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, usually when you don't hear a lot about guys, it's good. Um, but I don't. I don't believe there was any steroids or anything like that. Uh, yeah, we'll find out here. Um, right now, Bills are leading 10-7 over the Titans uh, in the second quarter. The the Eagles and the Vikings are going to get ready to get going here in about 10 minutes. Um, that's definitely going to be an interesting game. Uh, both teams are, especially with Dak out now, I'd say the Eagles are the favorite to win the NFC East. I think the Vikings are probably right now the favorite of the NFC North, so it's going to be interesting to see if that, uh, what kind of game that is. It's at Philly. Uh, Michael, did you find anything on Ever Pujols? I don't know. I'm reading some stuff here. I don't. You're probably in some weird yeah, insights. Yeah, I don't, like that. I don't want to do this. this anyways, this either way, good. Albert Pujols, pretty decent guy. Um isn't a whole lot of dirt to dig up on him. I mean, if you find stuff in the deep, deep archives, you can't really, you don't know how trustworthy it is. But uh, yeah, baseball's wrapping up here. Uh, we'll definitely be getting one of our buddies, Cody, on to definitely talk some some postseason baseball later on in the year. Um, definitely have some people on for NFL as well soon. But uh, yeah. yeah, anything else baseball-wise? No, I, I, like I said, I think it's, I, I, I really enjoy that we're doing this because uh, Aside from watching the Brewers when it comes to the postseason, I really don't pay a lot of attention. I, I will find myself uh, paying a little bit more attention this year um, when it comes to playoffs. Uh, definitely rooting against the Mets and, uh, and, and having a little, little bit of the uh, Blue Jays in, in my back pocket. Hopefully see, that, for them. see, that's the problem with this, man. I, I like the Blue Jays. I'm going to cheer for the Blue Jays. But that's the, second, the, the second he heard me go for Mets, he's like, no, I hope they die off. That's exactly what Yeah, because I don't like New York teams. Yeah, whatever. All right. Anyways, Everybody's New York biased. We, uh, we'll, we'll move on to some college football here. We had a busy week. We got some headlines. We'll go over our picks. We'll go over our picks for next week as well. 
Football Week 3 uh, is officially wrapped up. And first, I would just like to give a shout-out to a few teams. If we can just get a, a slow little applause here going. So that's the Syracuse Orange, mm -hmm. Kansas Jayhawks, and Duke Blue Devils are all 3-0. I think it's Kansas Duke. Kansas week. Duke play this week. Let's go. Kansas Duke. One looks move 4-0. If Kansas wins this game, Kansas, the Jayhawks, rock chalk, they need to be ranked top 25. You're rooting for Kansas over Duke? Yep. Lance what? Football. Don't care about Duke football. Couldn't care less. Now that um, oh. Cutcliffe is gone, don't care. So wow. Go really? Kansas. Rock chalk. Dude, it's the Mike Elko era, baby. Um, Mike Elko. Um, some other stuff that's going on. Uh, watching the other night, I think USC is legit. Uh, I think they could be kind of that fourth team going into the playoff. Uh, Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley, obviously, are still looking very good together. Um, I think Lincoln Riley, I mean, we know how good of a coach he is. I think he's got a really good squad there in, uh, Jordan in Addison, USC. Jordan Addison is is uh, is different. It, you want him in your fantasy league starting next year. Jordan Addison, transfer from Pitt. Uh, probably could have left after this year, stayed. Um, then he he transferred over to USC um, to play with Caleb Williams. He is he is special. Um, so watch out for him. He is he is a, a, a great wide receiver. Uh, yeah, I mean, just USC went up against Fresno State the other night. I watched a little bit. We've talked about that Fresno State's a, they're a pretty decent team for being a low power five and they, they took care of business no problem on them. I believe they beat them 45 to, 45 to 14, 45 to 17. 17. Yeah. Um, we knew it was going to probably be a USC win, but we thought it could maybe be a closer game. I mean, Fresno State with this crew has played close with uh, other teams like this before, but yeah. USC took care of business. wasn't much of an issue, so I think this USC team is legit. I think the biggest thing about USC is going to be what their defense uh, does. Um, yep. When when I mean, that's always a Lincoln Riley team. What does their defense exactly, do? Exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, right now they're beating up on, you know, Stanford and Fresno State, and that's fine. You you, you got to win those games. You know, you gotta you gotta do those types of things, but I think once the, um, there, there's going to be a clunker in, in here, one of these games, and it's really just, um, what, you know, what their defense is able to do in that, so I'm on board, I'm just saying, watch out, there is going to be a game where their defense isn't getting stops, and, and it's, can they win that game? Yeah, and we've talked about how the Pac-12 doesn't get a whole lot of love from the committee, um, I think it is a little bit better this year than it has been the last couple of years. Um, we'll get more into that later, but uh, you know Utah's decent. Washington looked really good against Michigan State. Um, you know it depends if Bo Nick shows up, but Oregon can play well. We'll talk the Oregon game when we go over our picks. Um, but there is a little bit more depth, I think, than than, than in years past. Yeah, just just in time to leave and go to the Big Ten. <laughs> um, another another uh, headline from the Pac-12: Herm Edwards was fired at Arizona State. He was actually fired on the field, pretty much, as awesome. he was walking off. Awesome. Uh, I don't know if it was like told you're you're fired, but there's a video of the athletic director, director and the president pretty much meet, and you see Edwards and the mouse. Okay, okay, we'll talk later. But it was after a pretty bad loss to an Eastern Michigan team. Um, Edwards had to go in ASU for a little bit, but never really got over that. Uh, yeah. Never yeah. really got over that hump. Um, and and lost and lost uh, Jaden Daniels, Daniels yep. to LSU this um, year. So. But Arizona State's always been kind of known as that school that's a sleeping giant. Uh, has great facilities, has the potential to be good, just hasn't really got over that hump. Uh, Urban Meyer has been linked to ASU. Do you think there's any chance Urban – first off, do you think Urban coaches again? 
at some in point. college. Yes, not NFL. NFL experiment is. I I do, and the reason I say this is I think that Urban is that pompous. That he can't go out like the way I, he did. I, exactly. I think he he has to somehow prove to to whoever it needs to be, whether it be the media, whether it's the people who uh, you know are talking. Um, you know about how bad he was in Jacksonville. His, his, his mom dates in Ohio with bars. I feel that he he doesn't know what to do with himself. Um, I, I see him. I see him coming back to a school. I I see him as a, at, at Nebraska. I think Nebraska. I, I see him going to Nebraska, sticking it to Ohio State at some point. I mean, if you go to Nebraska, is he sticking it to Ohio State if you left them though, right? I mean, he wasn't really rushed out of Ohio State. He left. He did, but I also feel like there were things that were going on that were just kind of swept under the rug. I mean, was that when he had the heart problems, yeah. or was that when he left Florida? I mean, he's had health issues both places. Yeah. Or, I mean, Ryan Day had to step in at one point during when yeah. Urban was there for health yeah. issues. So. Yeah. I, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying health issues weren't a thing. I... I I am saying that I think other things also factored in, and and they only talked about the health issues. So, but um, I mean, if if he's got that cleared up, he's got that um, taken care. I think he he does come back just to show how good he is. I mean, he's 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 a great college, college football coach. coach, but I mean, he's an asshole as a person. But that's you know, and I and I don't think. Um, I don't think that Nebraska cares about that. Nebraska cares about winning. Yeah, they, um, there hasn't been much winning going on there recently. Correct. And I don't think that he uh, ends up going to Arizona State where they don't really know what they're going to be in a couple years in the in the Pac-12, whereas in the Big Ten in Nebraska, you know what you what you got. And you just, you know, you, obviously there's money there if you couldn't wait three more weeks to fire Scott Frost. So, you know, I, I think... Uh, I think he's definitely coming back at some point. Yeah, and just looking at some articles of somebody potentially to fill to, to take the Arizona State role after the, the interim year is done. Uh, BYU coach Kalani Sataki's a guy uh, they've talked about. He's one on that over there. Tom Herman, uh, the former Texas coach, he's been successful at places before. Uh, Utah State coach Blake Anderson, obviously he knows, you know, the West that. Coast. Yep. Yep. And then also uh, Gary Patterson. The old TCU coach, which I don't see that happening, but it's he's going to end up coaching again. He's a special assistant at Texas right now. I don't yeah. see that happening. I feel like he's more of a defensive coordinator. I just I just don't like how he went out. Um, I mean, he went out tail between his legs. So yeah, I, I mean, they were bad for a while. Yeah, I mean, they peaked with probably what? I mean, they got to the Rose Bowl. They beat the Packers, Andy Dalton, and then he had a couple good years after that. But when they moved, is yeah. when they kind of really started to struggle. And it wasn't even like the recruiting. It just they didn't win. We're very good. Yeah, they didn't win games. Um, another thing over the weekend, Washington definitely impressed with a big win. I mean, they pretty much manhandled Michigan State. Michigan State came back a little bit later, but uh, Washington really manhandled them in the first half. Um, and then App- Appalachian State's miracle run continues. Found How the way against this? Troy. How about this? Uh, Appalachian State, they're, they're – uh, was the word I'm, I'm looking for? Their their least exciting game was an was an upset against the number six team in the country at the time in their house. That was their least exciting game. 
Yeah. They How lost crazy the, they is lost that? Lost a sixty-three to sixty-one mar- marathon. Yeah. And they and then they went on. I mean, I don't think the Troy game was very exciting for them in the last <laughs> well, two seconds. Yeah, but hey, shit. Chase, I mean. Chase Bryce winning Human of the Year award, helping uh, fans out of the stadium so they could rush out of the field. Did you see that? Okay. Uh, yeah. Stud. He Dookie. did that. Um, any other headlines you want to talk about? College football week, uh, week three. No, I think those are the those are the big ones. You know, obviously we get into the games. Um, you know, game one we had Oklahoma minus thirteen and a half. At Nebraska, now I tried to talk you into taking Nebraska in this game, um, and and I believe there was a text while I was at work on on Saturday when Nebraska came down and scored a oh, touchdown like, and yeah, said uh, I wanted I, I, I told you I wanted to pick Nebraska yeah, in this game. All five minutes. <laughs> I and also I did see so, Nebraska, Nebraska. I was so glad that I took them. Nebraska. <laughs> they fired their defensive coordinator now too. Oh, good. Yeah. So Jesus. Yeah. It, it's just a really good good program running over there. But I mean, Oklahoma. They, they gave up a touchdown. I think they gave up, they went three and out, gave up a touchdown, and then it was all Oklahoma yeah. from their point. Yeah. Nebraska. We we've, we've got into it on this podcast. Just not a good football program. They're, they're not. They're not. They're not. They they remind me. They they they're. They're like a Texas. It's just okay. has Texas ever been this bad though? You did it in the. You, you were good in the seventies. You were good in the eighties, nineties. Like that's that's great. Like, what have you done for me in the last twenty years? You haven't done anything. Nope. And so for me, that's just missing the Bopolini days. There's there. I I really think they needed somebody to go in there. Like we just talked about. Um, we just talked about Urban Meyer possibly going God, there. But honestly, I think they need somebody. I, I can see Urban going there, and I think that would be good. But I think they need somebody who is, like, just a meat and potatoes kind of guy who's going to go in and clean up the house a little bit and, and not, you know, not fall into this, um, we're Nebraska, we're, you know, like... Urban, was, Urban was there on Saturday for the Fox I, Noon Fox kickoff, game, and yeah. uh, they were, they were, they, they were wanted him there. They, yep, they gave him a Husker wanted. hat and everything, so yeah. they didn't want him there, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I get it. So we both went one and all in that game. Move on to the next one here. Uh, next one was BYU um, plus three and a half at Oregon. Um, Oregon won 41 to 20. Uh, it wasn't even close as that. Yeah, it really wasn't. I mean, here's the thing. Oregon got good Bo Nix this game. It's the first time he's been good Bo Nix the whole time there. If it's good well, Bo Nix. He was good Bo Nix against Eastern Washington. Tough one. Well, I, uh, I get it. If it's if if Oregon has good Bo Nix, they're good. But it's can you get good Bo Nix? Sure. We know what Bo Nix is. Yep. No, and 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 I get it. Like I said, I think I think uh, you know BYU's schedule. Um, you know, obviously they they've had a a, t- a difficult start. They had a, a late game against uh, BYU. Um, BYU or I'm, I'm sorry, Baylor. Uh, Vince Baylor. Um, so I, I I do think that they it was they they did to start the year out. So I just I think BYU just kind of needs a little bit of a break, and, and it was a tough stretch right there. Um, and and Oregon playing at home, I mean it's yeah, I mean they played South Florida game one, which is a decent. I mean program. they're not good. But yeah, yeah. They're not at Eastern Washington. For sure, oh. sure. But so I I do for well. So what are your thoughts on this game? I, I, it's the same as you. I think BYU, they've just, you know, coming off such a big win. 
um, at home against Baylor. It's a late night game that takes a lot out of you. I believe there's a couple players out for BYU, which hurt them. Um, but yeah. my, my, my thoughts are just Bo Nix was good, and there's games where Bo Nix is really good, and then his team plays well, but it's he's so inconsistent. You just you never know what you're going to get him. I mean, I, I can tell you what, the people doing the polls were, were they shot Oregon up 10 spots, so yeah. they were loving it. But, sure. Um, yeah, I... BYU needs a break, I agree. Uh, next week, let's see, they have Wyoming, and then they play Utah State, and then they get Notre Dame. So they have two games that they should be able to bounce back from. I still think Sataki's a really good coach, done a good job with that program. But and they were out with their top two wide receivers again. Yeah, okay, BYU so that's, that's what it was. And I think they might have had some defensive players out as well. Sure. Which, sure. I mean, that's a lot, of pe- a lot of impact players out. Are you familiar with the transverse property no. of mathematics? No, I, I don't do math. Okay, so so if A equals B and B equals C, this transverse property then says that A equals C. Okay, so when I apply this to college football, you tell me if this is if this is real. So if Oregon loses to Georgia forty nine to three, okay, and Oregon beats BYU forty one to twenty. How bad does Georgia beat BYU? I fell asleep. I don't do math. Sorry. <laughs> I don't do math. Sorry. I, I, I think this. I, th- I think what this is showing is Georgia's that good. Yeah, Georgia's Georgia's number two in the country. They're the team. Um, Oregon wasn't ready for that type of game against Georgia. I don't think Oregon beats Georgia. I think Oregon. Everything went wrong for Oregon in that game. And everything went right for Georgia. I think it's just still that thing that we've talked about that I think or or Bama's different. No, Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, they're all on different pedestals yeah. than everybody else. That's what I really think it is. Yeah. And it shows every week almost. Yeah. No, and I'd I'd agree. I with mean that. Georgia might even be a higher one because we've seen Ohio State struggle a little bit with another yeah. game and we've seen Alabama struggle with Texas. Texas. Yeah. But I still think those are the three best teams. I don't think it's really close after that. Sure. But yeah, so moving on, Michael was two and I was one and one. Next game. Next game, we had Penn State minus three at Auburn. I told you to take the defense, take the home team, and God damn it, was I wrong? Yeah, this was another ass game. It was. I didn't even bad. watch. I didn't even watch much of this it game because I, I started it and it was. I mean, it was quick. Yeah. Where I was just like, hey, don't need to watch this anymore. I, yeah, I covered. Did, yeah, they put them away pretty quick. Uh, Forty-one to twelve, I want to say was the was the final there. Um, Penn State's got two young running backs, two freshmen, uh, one singleton, and there's another one um, that ran. I, they had over 200, and I know I know they had five touchdowns rushing over 250 yards. So um, obviously Penn State uh, looked well. Auburn, I think their coach is on the hot seat. Brian Hartstein, I I don't I don't see him going. Uh, very far. I just the the difficulty at a school like Auburn is you're compared to Alabama with it's everything you do. It is. It a hundred percent is. When he was just another guy, I read that he might be an ASU candidate just because it's a little step back and it's mm-hmm. not as difficult as the SEC. But but like Auburn, what do you like? You get guys that you know. You had Gene Chizik win a national championship, and then he falls off just like that. Melzahn, Melzahn, go to a national, to a national championship, and then he falls off like that. Like who's you know who's the guy like it, it that's that is the 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 difficulty when it comes to Alabama is it's just it's not it's not re, 
uh, rebuild its reload. Auburn might not be as good against Alabama until Nick Saban's done, and we don't know when that's going to be. And, I mean, Auburn has actually played Alabama competitively yep. the last couple of days. They should have beat Alabama well, last It's a rivalry year. game. It you know, is. I mean, teams always get up for rivalry games. Is. You see that at the college level, the pros, the high school level. I mean, rivalry games are different. But, but it's just like, it's I don't know, to, for Auburn, it's like, what do you what do you, what do you want? Like, I just, I don't It's I don't a hard program it. to win at. I don't get it. It's, 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 it's kind of a lose-lose when you take that job because if you, you do really well but you lose to Bama, it's a losing season, and then if you stink, you stink. Yeah. So next game we have Miami at Texas A&M. Texas A&M favored by five and a half. Um, we thought, or I should say, I, we both picked Miami. I don't know if you thought Miami was going to win. I felt Miami was going to lose but keep it close. Um, they did not. Well, I shouldn't say they didn't. It was a one-score game, but uh, finished up seventeen to nine. It was a boring game. Yes, it was boring. Uh, I. I picked uh, Miami just frankly because I listened to Michael's spiel on how bad Texas A&M was. Uh, they did change their quarterback last week to Brett Johnson's son. Yeah, how'd that um, go? They got him to win. Yeah. 17 points. Hey. 17. At least it's against Miami. It's not against the, the Appy States in the world. The, 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 the problem with Miami is you have a quarterback in Tyler Van Dyke. Yep. And... He's supposed to be a Cristobal's put his you know, handcuffed. Him. Van Dyke's a, he's an NFL prospect. He is he's a guy that's supposed to be a good player. Mario Cristobal wants to run the ball. He wants to play defense. I, I, just, I don't think that fits Miami so well. But he went there because he's an alumni. I yes. Just, I, yeah. Miami wants to throw. They've always been a throwing. Yeah. Throwing state. I I completely understand. I just I don't understand what what Miami's trying to do. I'm watching the game. It's like fourth and two from the. 40 yard line down 17 to 6 and they punted like it's just that's what, Paul Chris stuff right there it's like what what's the that's Paul Chris what's the goal what do you you know put some pressure on the defense make them think about something I mean going into college station is incredibly hard but uh it's yeah, in, it's incredibly hard unless you're Appalachian State yeah whatever well they did it you know punched them right in the mouth I just don't think that that Miami is really, um, un- until they, they open up the playbook, um, I just feel like offensively, it, it's whatever Cristobal wants. And well, it's just not. Cristobal's it was, got the, I saw it at Oregon. He's got the easiest excuse of, these aren't my guys. They were just given to me, you know what I mean? So if, if things don't go well, that's what Cristobal can go down to. He's like, these yeah. aren't my guys. These weren't the players that I want to fit my scheme. So Right, I get it. It's just, I don't know. But... I will tell you, I do not think Texas A&M is, is going to be ranked at the end of the year. I still think they're better than Notre Dame. I, that may be true, but it's because their quarterback isn't injured. Notre Dame, well, Notre Dame was struggling with their quarterback, but uh, Notre Dame almost lost to Cal this weekend, too. Yes, Cal did so cover at uh, plus 12. But I, did, I did see that. Um, yeah. And Cal's a very bad offensive team, too. Well, they're a defensive Head coach, former Badgers defense coordinator, Dustin Wilcox. Wilcox, Which, I mean, they have no problem with him. They gave him an extension last Mm -hmm. year. So, I mean, they like what he's doing over there. But, yeah, Notre Dame, we we talked about before, the the Tommy Reese clip where he's just screaming at at Pine in the the ear. I I mean, I don't have anything wrong with it. It's amazing. I mean, your your team's counting on you. Do your job. Let's go. There were some extra words in there, but it it needed to be said. It was pretty awesome. It needed to be said. It was pretty awesome. 
So. So what are we record-wise here? Uh, so currently you are two and two, and I'm. Or no, sorry. You're one and three, and I'm two and two. Okay. Is that right? Couldn't tell you. No. That's not right. Because you ended up... No. We're both two and two. Okay. Yes, both two and two. Because I took Penn State, you took Auburn. Correct. Final game. New Mexico State at Wisconsin. Wisconsin favored by 37 and a half. I didn't think Wisconsin would get to 40. They got to 66. They got to 60. They got to 66. They got to 60. I mean, do you have any more confidence in this Wisconsin team? I mean, I didn't, I'm not going to lie, I didn't watch this game super closely. Just what? It's, it's New Mexico State. What? We got a bigger game next week. I don't think, I don't think this game is any different. Oh, what's he complaining about? He wanted past me. I didn't think that was at all. He's a, he's an NFL wide receiver. If he doesn't catch the Anyways, ball, it's pass uh, interference. I don't feel any better about the Badgers going into going into the horseshoe next week, but I but I was um, I was excited to see them open the playbook up a little bit more. That that's that's my complaint with Paul Chris. It just everything seems so vanilla. Yeah. And you know, again, Mertz didn't really he threw a pick, but he didn't really hurt us. Mm-hmm. But he looks better than he did last year. But the test is going to be if he can go into Ohio State and not have three turnovers. Yeah. You know and. Again, I don't think the Badgers are going to beat Ohio State. I don't think it's going to be really close either. No. Uh, but, you know, when we go up against Illinois the next week, but then eventually when we go to Michigan State, those are the games where we need Graham Mertz to play well. Right. Those are the real tests. Right. I was really excited to see what the wide receiving core did. Yeah. Um, Skylar Bell yeah. played well. Keontes Lewis. Um, this is, I mean, well. going Jeremy up against the coach who's faced the Badgers before, Jeremy Kill, right? Is his name? Krill? Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Yeah. the old Minnesota coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, he knows the Badgers, but again, it's New Mexico State going in there. Right, right. I Like I said, their, their defense, you know, I felt like played well. Uh, the backup safety, Latu. Latu. Um, man possessed out there. Yeah, he's um, playing really well. He is. Jerry Kill is his name. Kill. Yeah, it is Kill. K-I-L-L. Kill, gotcha. Okay. I'll kill you. Gotcha. So, uh, like I said, Wisconsin... Great, you beat New you Mexico, beat Mexico State. I mean, we got bigger like I said, Mertz, Mertz play. Well. I would just, I just want to see a game where Mertz. Where it means something. Yeah, where he where he plays well. I like. I shouldn't say it means something. I, like I said, I don't think he played bad against uh, Washington State. I think there were just some, some weird stupid game. penalties. Weird game. Yeah, stupid, stupid penalties. Um, so we finished the week off. I was two and three. That brings me to nine and eight. Um, against the spread, Trace went three and two. That brings me seven and ten. We're climbing. We're coming back. Seven and ten. Uh, and just want to point out, we had a couple people send us picks over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Again, you can send us your picks at two talking sports at gmail.com or you can send us a message. Either one of us with our picks. We want more people send us our picks. But Pens took the crown with people that sent them in. My buddy Pens, he went two and three over the weekend, so I ended up beating him as well. But he took Oklahoma minus thirteen. He took BYU, which is a loss. Auburn, which was a loss. He took Texas A&M. Wow. Uh, and then he took New Mexico State. Okay. But So Penn's went two and three out of the people that sent him in. Send us your picks. We would love to see them. Yep, definitely. All right, then we'll, uh, we'll make our week four picks here, and we'll wrap up college football. All right, so game one, 
for week number four, we've got Baylor at Iowa State. Iowa State favored by two. I gotta rock my Baylor Bears. Uh, As you're wearing an Iowa State hat. The basketball, it's different. Uh, I gotta rock. I gotta rock my Baylor Bears. Uh, I do like Iowa State. I like Matt Campbell, but I think Baylor. This is a minus two game. I mean, going into Jack Trice isn't easy, but I think Baylor is better um, down in the trenches. I think Shapens looks well this year, so I'm going to take Baylor uh, plus two. I think they're a better team, and then you're getting the points. I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I understand. I, I get it. Um, you know, I feel like. Baylor, to me, is not what Baylor was last year as a team. No, they're not. Um, but Iowa State's still trying to figure out things. I mean, they get exactly. over the hump. Iowa State's not either. They get over the hump. They beat Iowa this year, but that's basically meaning all you got to do is score more than eight points. Score a touchdown, you feel yeah. good. Put your yeah, chances. score a touchdown, you have a chance to beat Iowa. So, I, oh, this is a tough one, but I think I'm also going to go with, with Baylor. Uh, I'll take just give me the two points. Next, we've got Clemson minus seven at Wake Forest at the Demon Deacons. What are you thinking? All right. I went on this early in the year. I said I don't feel good with Clemson. I don't okay. feel good with DJ Ungulalele, whatever his name is. Sam Hartman's back for Wake Forest. Isn't his first game back? We know Wake Forest can score. This is going to be an absolute shootout. But I don't think Clemson can score enough because I don't trust their offense. I think their defense is really good, but I still think Wake is going to put up 35 points. I don't know if Clemson can score that much. I think this is a close game, but I'm taking Wake plus seven. I'm rocking Sam Hartman. Wow. Wow. I I mean, that's ballsy. Uh, If this was five or less, I'd go Clemson. I think Wake Forest is going to keep it close. It will not be a high-scoring game. Uh, Wake, uh, Clemson's defense is too good. Um, I, I do not think it'll be a high-scoring game. Um, I see it more like 24-20 Clemson. Um, but with, with that score, that's technically Wake. If you give me the seven points, um, home dog, I think I'm going to take it, but I still think Clemson wins 24-20. Game number three, we've got Florida at Tennessee. Tennessee favored by 11. That's a lot of points. That is uh, a lot of I points. think Tennessee absolutely wins this game. I really like Hennon Hooker. I think Tennessee's legit. We've talked about them yep. before that we think they're kind of back into the, the good phase of their program again. I think Tennessee wins this game at home. I think they might get up two touchdowns at some point, but I think Florida covers plus 11. I, I agree with you. I hate to keep jumping on your uh, coattails in every one of these picks. That line to me is scary. They're smart picks. I'm a smart man. That line to me is scary. I just... Well, I, we've seen how good Florida can be. Yeah. You know, and, and, and Florida did, uh, you know, did struggle against Kentucky, which I think is a very good defense. Which defense Tennessee doesn't... You know, Tennessee's known for their offense. And Tennessee's fast-paced, yes. too. yes. We've talked about that. Where I think there's going to be a lot of points in this one. I can see this one like a 41-34 type game. So um, I, I think, I you know, give me the points. Um, I do think Tennessee wins, 
but yeah, I'll take the points. I mean, this, this, this could be an exciting game. We have two really mobile quarterbacks What in time it. is this game? Um, I believe it's a 3.30. All right, I sent you the times earlier. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think it's a three a 2.30 game. I believe it's the 2.30 game on CBS. Okay. Yeah, oh, it is. 2.30. So 2.30 on CBS. Yes, I'm going to miss that game. That sucks. But, uh, yeah, I think this will be an exciting one. I think this is one of the better ones in the SEC this week. Uh, 11 versus 20 in the country, but uh, we're going to take Florida cover plus 11. Hopefully they got this going on at the at the restaurant. Damn it. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. Life, life of a husband. Yeah, right? It's my wife's birthday on Sunday, so we got to go out to, to dinner because we're not going on, on you know, with, during the Packer game. So we're going out Sunday night or Saturday night before – the Badger game. So I would just go during the Badger well, game. I'd rather watch this game. Well, I'll I'll uh, I'll talk and I'll talk it to whoever I need to and get it on the TV at least at the at the restaurant. Florida plus eleven. Boom. Fourth game of week four is Oregon minus five and a half at Washington State. What do you What do you got for me? Uh, being the Oregon. Insider here. Do we have any notes for me on which Bonex Bonex we're getting? Oh, you're getting a great Bonex. Are you sure? He's gonna go back to back. Yeah, back to back to back. He had a great game against Eastern Washington. Was a stud against BYU. I got Oregon big in this one. Thirty-one ten, Ducks. Washington State plus five and a half. Steve Jones has put. Passion oh, into that program. What does Steve Jones even do there? Well, he he went to he played football with Dicker in Oconomowoc or whatever, wherever he's from in high school. I think it was Oconomowoc. Yeah, Oconomowoc. So they're friends. Okay. So then Jones is going on his you know speaking tour and stuff like that. So Washington State asked him to come in and speak. That's it. Like I thought he was. No, on he's the not. Staff. No, he's not coaching. Gotcha. No, he's not coaching football at all this year. Gotcha. But so um, where's he going to be next year? Jones. Nebraska. <laughs> Steve Jones. Steve Jones is going to save Nebraska Cornhuskers. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm here for it. I believe in the man. Uh, but anyways, Washington State plus five and a half. Michael's going to take his Ducks minus five and a half. Uh, this is a is this a 2.30 kickoff as well? Somewhere on there? Maybe might be 3, three. o'clock. Three on Fox. On Fox. So, uh, yeah, it's all going to depend and come down to which Bo Nicks we get. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that they're really starting to find something. Um, you know, I... I Washington State uh, played well. I just, I think Washington State wasn't going to win at Wisconsin if Wisconsin didn't kill themselves with penalties and stupid mistakes and turnovers. So I, I, I do think that the, I do think that Oregon, um, who's more familiar with Washington State, um, covers here that covers I, I, five and a half. I thought about this one for a while, but I'm just, I'm not a Bull Knicks fan, so we'll see what happens with this one. Game number five, we've got Arkansas at Texas A&M. This is a 6 o'clock start on ESPN for 100 Monopoly play dollars. That don't mean shit to me. Where is this game played at? Is that College Station? That is incorrect. Is that Texas A&M? Unless, I mean, it's a neutral site, maybe. Neutral site. Texas A&M is considered the home team. Neutral cider. Where is it being played? I, I, I just told you College Station, so obviously I'm I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's played at Jerry's World. Well, then I don't know. I just told you Texas College know, Station. You should look that up to verify it, but I'm going to go with Jerry's World. Okay, so who are you picking? 
So I've got... Um, I tell you it wrong, obviously I don't know. If you're giving me two and a half points against Texas A&M, I will take it and run. I was wrong last week. I'm never wrong two weeks in a row. Give me Arkansas. Think about Nebraska. Think taking Nebraska this week. I didn't take Nebraska this week. Dude, they're a sleeper. I didn't do it. They're a sleeper. I didn't do it. I got I got Arkansas. Um, they had a little bit of a weird game against the Arkansas play last week. It wasn't, wasn't anybody good. No, it wasn't pretty. It's Missouri State, I believe. Missouri, yeah, Missouri. Oh, Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino. Um, it is played in Arlington. It was not. It was not a good performance for Arkansas. Did you Did you hear the story about the fan in Arkansas? Yeah. Okay, just, it, just wait. This guy, is a, he's an executive for a food company. Bit oh. somebody's nose off and ripped off his flesh. Yeah. Arkansas football. Yeah. Pigs. Woo pig suey, baby. Pigs. Woo pig suey. Uh, I'm taking Arkansas as well. No. They struggled. No, you're big on Texas A&M. You love Max Johnson. No, I'm not big on them. Oh, come on. You love Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, he's better than Marcus Freeman. Oh, my God. I just want to point out that I do love this because Michaels came, in at, came at me a couple times the last weeks and said, you said this, you said this. I'm like, really? Go listen to the tape. And it turns out I was I didn't say what he said I said. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, let's verify. Yeah. Cody did all right. Our buddy oh, Cody did. He, he, said, he said he never heard me say those things that Michael said. Mm-hmm. So this is a great tool. I thank you all. But uh, I'm taking Arkansas. Go Pigs. I'm not high in Texas A&M either. I just think that they're better than Notre Dame. Sorry. Woo, woo pig suey. Uh, we're going with we're going with Arkansas plus the two and a half points this week. In Arlington. In Arlington. Jerry's World. Our sixth and final game of the slate this week sees the Wisconsin Badgers travel to Columbus. Right? Columbus. Ohio State. The Horseshoe. Uh, Ohio Stadium, they call it. It's okay. not Ohio State Stadium. It's Ohio Stadium. The number three ranked Buckeyes led by C.J. Stroud goes up against Heisman Hopeful, Graham Murdo. <laughs> hey, he was, on, he was on the preseason watch no. list. He was on the no, preseason that, watch that's, list. That's not uh, Graham Murdo. Ohio State is that's favored by 18 and a half. I'm taking Ohio State. I think they end up winning by three touchdowns. Uh, I think the Badgers maybe keep it close for a quarter. Yeah. Maybe even within 10 points at halftime, but we've talked. Ohio State's on a higher pedestal. They're covering this game. Yeah, I think um, I was, I was, when, when you sent me the picks today, I looked. Um, I was interested. Where did you think this line was going to open up at? Around this number. You did. I, I thought th- maybe 21. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was going to be a little bigger. Bigger, and I was gonna go with if I could get if I could get twenty four. I was going I was going Wisconsin. If I could get twenty four, if I could lose by twenty four, I'd push. So I think Wisconsin could keep it within twenty four. With that being said, the line is eighteen and a half. Give me Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State's just they're they got better athletes. They're they're bigger in the trenches. Wisconsin still has questions on their line. I can see this being like a 10-point game at halftime type thing. But then, you know, maybe a series coming out 
uh, 10 points. Ohio State gets the ball, starts the second half, scores a touchdown. Wisconsin drive fails, and, Wisconsin, and Ohio State puts in another touchdown. I can see it being something like that. I'm seeing someone in like the 41-17 range. I mean, when was the last time the Badgers beat Ohio State? Because even, I mean, it doesn't matter what year it is, the Badgers struggle against Ohio State. Even the Russell Wilson-led Badgers got upset by a very, by a bad Ohio State team. Ohio State was bad. They beat them on a Hail Mary that year. Is that Pryor? Terrell Pryor? <sighs> sounds right. That was the year Trestle got in trouble, and they were yeah. kind of in that transition. Yeah. Um, but the Badgers, they don't beat Ohio State. And unfortunately, they just – honestly, the last time might have been when they upset him at Camp Randall. With with uh, when, David Gilry, the, the, the opening kick? kickoff? Yeah. Was that like, oh, <sighs> no. That was a long wait, wait, time was, 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 Okay, that was that – was J.J. Watt was on that team. Was that like, oh, huh. is that 11? Yeah, that's how old was J.J. Watt? I mean, he's in his 30s. Yeah, I know, but – I'm going to say that it's 11. I don't know. Uh, trying to find out here. But, yeah, the Badgers don't beat Ohio State, unfortunately. It just doesn't happen. No, they really haven't. I mean, I could, like I said, I could see this game being semi-close. Um, but I, I, I don't, I really don't see Wisconsin. Um, the last time the Badgers beat Ohio State was 2010, 31-18 in Madison. Yep. That was that was it. But yeah, take Ohio State minus eighteen and a half. Uh, that'll be it. The end of our college football picks for week four. Again, send us your picks at two bros talking sports at gmail.com or just send us a message, either one we'll get you entered in here. So we disagree on one game. What game? Oregon, Washington State. All comes down to that. Go, Go Ducks! This is our weekly trip around the National Football League. Our first game was Thursday night. Uh, the LA Chargers traveling to Kansas City against the Chiefs. The Chiefs prevailed 27-24, somehow found a way. How much of this game did you see? I just saw a good amount. I saw none. I saw a good amount. Played softball? Two games of softball. I watched the second half. Went on to Prime Video, put in the login that I was given, should I ask for mine? Then it asked for a code. Yeah. Never got the code. You should ask for So mine. we didn't get to see any of those games. So, Trace, I need your prime login. No, uh, no, no, no. Come you on. Are, you're too no. good to ask no, me. No, I didn't you're know you had good. one. That's a lie. We've talked oh about it. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know you had one. <laughs> Just get prime. It, it's a good tool. No, screw that. I'm not getting prime. It's, it's worth it. Dumb. No, it's not. Uh, but anyways, this game was minus three. I took the Chargers. Michael took the Chiefs. And it turned out to be a push. A push again was that the game was won by three. The how the Chargers were given three, yeah. and the Chargers lost by three. I felt good about this game for so long. The Chargers were in the driver's seat for so long. The the thing that decided was the 99-yard pick six. Yeah. By a seventh-round pick. I mean, we it was ten nothing early, and I just kept thinking to myself, that's fine, Mahomes. It's just like he can just. Whenever he figures it out and he gets into a groove, he can get right back into a game. Um, you know, KC's a legit team. Um, 
you know, I, I, like I said, I, I felt, I felt confident in my pick, um, taking the Chiefs. Um, it was a good matchup. Good divisional matchup. I think this told us more about the Chargers and the Chiefs. I think we knew that the Chiefs are going to be well. I think the Chargers are a playoff team. I, I, I think that even without Keenan Allen, they found I think ways. He's, yeah, I think they, he's got to get back well, and get healthy. But they found ways yeah. to use other weapons. You well, know, Gerald Everett, Joshua Palmer. Well, you, obviously, Mike Williams went Why off. didn't you use Mike Williams uh, week one? Because he had Keenan Allen. But uh, Austin Eckler is always a good weapon. I mean, yeah. they have some weapons. And then what we've talked Herbert's about as legit. well, that defense is really good. Both, um, JC Jackson was back. They have both. Yep. Khalil Mack has been playing really well. Yep. I love Justin Herbert. I think he has a really good chance of winning an MVP Sunday. Uh, the Duke can sling it around. He's a duck. I do like. Yeah, that's when they had good quarterbacks. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so this game was a push. So we are both zero, zero, and one. Uh, moving on to the next game, just on our list here, the Dolphins and the Ravens. The Dolphins were one and zero heading into Baltimore, who was also one and zero. The Dolphins came back down twenty one twice. They were down twenty eight to seven. And they were down 35-14. They come back and win 42-38. Any thoughts on this game? Uh, yeah. So the Dolphins have speed. Um, Jalen Waddle is very fast. Tyreek Hill is very fast. Now, in the chat. Too fast. Too fast. In the chat, there was some talk about uh, Tua's noodle arm. And I, I really, I don't think it's fair. I do, I do not think it is fair that you say that Tua... Oh, God, Hurts. I, I just... I, Hurts is such a bum. Yeah. Hurts is such a bum. That's a deep ball, Tua, from a bum. 14 nothing Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. That was a very nice throw. That was a very nice throw. I know I, Cody likes uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, nice throw. He put in his picks. He said, Eagles, blah, blah, blah. And then in parentheses, put respect Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Why don't people put some respect on Tua? Okay. First off, I'm going to tell you again. I like Tua. Okay. Okay. I don't have a gem mint ten rookie card of Tua for no reason. I like. Him. I don't know what that means. Okay. I like Tua, but he does not have a great deep ball. He does not. He doesn't. He doesn't. But he is a good. He 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 is a quarterback that can fit a system. Yep. And they put enough weapons around him where the Dolphins could be good. Yes. He was not put in a system the last couple years for him to be successful. I don't think it's fair. To say that he has a noodle arm when Tyreek Hiller is that damn fast. That's such a bad. If excuse. you throw a forty-yard pass to Tyreek Hill and he doesn't catch, he's got to stop to get. It's because the guy's too damn fat. It's not Tua's fault. Liam, figure it out. He can't. It's not possible. It's not like, like, possible. Like I, like I said, to like him. I said in our group chat, I'm sure Mike McDaniel's goes in the meeting and says, "Hey." Tyreek, I know your nickname's Cheetah, but I need you to slow down because my quarterback can't throw you the ball that far. That's exactly slow down. That's exactly the conversation. Oh my God, he that says is awful. he says run a goal, beat your man, and slow down. Get five yards past him and slow down. And take it easy a little bit. Put it put it into, you know, third gear, and then once you catch the ball, go back up. Tyreek Hill's been as good as advertised. Yeah. Uh, there were some He's questions special. about if you know how he would fit in that offense, but man, he is good. Yeah. Um, the on the other side of the ball, Lamar Jackson taking a bet himself. It is paying off right now. Yeah. I mean, for his sake, you hope it keeps going. Um, I we, do think we I, knew this was a good matchup for Miami because there was so many corners. I was just out gonna say, Baltimore. I do think this is a bit of Baltimore's secondary. Well, people start. are gonna blow up to us saying he's the next coming of, yeah. of Jesus, but. He's a good quarterback. I don't think he's top 15 yet, but he's slowly rising up the ranks. I have a, This is a legitimate question, okay? The Tua, 
the Tua uh, Tyreek Hill's too fast. Like that was a bit of sarcasm in there. Legitimate question. Do you think because Tua is a lefty, we call him a noodle arm? Like, no. is it the lefty part of it? No. Because name me a lefty who's got a strong arm. Michael Vick. Okay, but he wasn't accurate. But yes, yeah, yes, he Dude had could it. throw it 70 yards. Yes, he could sling it. He could sling it. But there aren't many. No, there's not a lot of lefty quarterbacks. No, that's also true. They're all always pitching in the major leagues. Yeah. But I, I, think, it's, I think it's more people don't like him because he's left-handed. I just think with, with the injuries he had in Alabama, he lost some. Because, I mean, like like you said, too, in the national championship game when he came in, that deep ball was a really nice ball. I just don't think he has the arm strength anymore because, I mean, dude's got a new hip. Pretty sure he got a new ankle. That was the other injury. That That's a lot of stuff going on in your lower body that changes a lot. Yeah. Um, but, hey, I, I like Tua. Um, the Dolphins are 2-0. Ravens, I still think, are fine. I mean, they're, they're going to be hurting a little bit losing this one, being up three touchdowns twice in the second half at least one time. Um, but we'll see. Maybe the Dolphins make it a little interesting in the AFC East. Um, any other thoughts on this game? No, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Moving on here, uh, third game on our list here. The Jets come back and beat the Browns. The Jets were down 13. Well, I think they were down 12. They scored 13 in the last 90 seconds. The Browns without Deshaun Watson. Did they get Watson, it onside? They did. They yeah. did. The Browns without Deshaun Watson literally just have to go, what, he's out 11 games? You need to go 6-5. and five. This one hurts. Mm-hmm. This is one that you absolutely should have won. It's the Jets. But I think the thing to talk about the Jets, Garrett Wilson is really good. He is. He is. He's he's definitely a stud. I got him sitting on my bench right now. He could be elevated, and Deontay Johnson could be on the bench real quick because he's got it, – and it's Flacco that's thrown it to him. It's Flacco. Is, is Flacco better than Zach Wilson, though? That's the question. I don't think it matters. I, 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 do you think Flacco's better than Wilson? I mean, I haven't watched the whole of Zach Wilson. I can't really say much. I don't think it matters. I think who it's it's them, them two quarterbacks versus Trubisky, and I'm taking them two quarterbacks. No, I'm just talking about the Jets. Right? I get it. Oh, I get we'll, it. We'll get into the Steelers it. later, but yeah. I think I think Garrett Wilson's really good. The Jets actually, Corey Davis has played really well for them this year, um, and then. Carter's played well, and then Brees Hall got in the end zone. I mean, the Jets actually have some offensive weapons. They do. Um, they do. I saw Sauce Gardner got hurt in that game. That kind of hurts them defensively, I think, a little bit. But, you know, the Jets, I'm starting to kind of like a little bit more what they're building. I mean, it depends a lot on Zach Wilson and what he ends up being, but you're at least giving him an opportunity. You see so many of these young quarterbacks go in situations where there's just nothing around them. They're at least putting stuff around him. I mean, the NFL is an overreaction league. Right, like it's overreaction Monday, um, and I totally get it. But um, that's Diggs with another touchdown. Sorry, Cody, it's getting put on you right now. It is getting put on you. I apologize, Cody. Um, but um, yeah, back to back to the Jets. You can start to see some things happening. Um, you know, and 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 I don't. I don't dislike the coach. The crazy thing is he's a defensive guy. The defense like, really isn't... I like Sal. It really hasn't done a whole lot. But, you know, good it's for only, them. It's only year two. It's good, you know, good for them. Um, I really think that the AFC North... It's a... Well, I mean, the Ravens are good. I think the Ravens are good. Oh, yeah, but if they have uh, mental breakdowns in the 
in the defensive secondary like they did. Like they get a yeah, but they're also missing their top that, three guys. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if you get them back, I don't I, think the Dolphins I, win that game. I well, I get that. I I totally understand that. But how long are these guys out for? I think I think the the Browns are definitely be kicking themselves on this one. I mean, the the Browns defense isn't bad. Right. Um. You know, that's like. If they have Desh- Deshaun Watson, they're a favorite in the AFC. Did you see that throw by Flacco to Wilson to win the game? Yeah. Like, yeah. that was... That was Joe Flacco elite territory. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's Joe Flacco, uh, Baltimore Ravens winning you a Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, Joe yeah. Flacco. Like, good for him. Yeah. You know? Good for him. Uh, next game we got here, this was another fun one. Uh, it was ugly for a while, but the Lions 36 over the Commanders 27. Uh, the Commanders came in 1-0. Uh, the Lions came in 0-1, but the Lions did what the Lions did. Whether they're up a lot or they're down a lot, they always make it interesting at the end. Um, I don't want to get into it a whole bunch because we're going to talk about it later, but I'm on Ross St. Brown. I, I'm kind of mad the, pickers, the Packers picked the wrong St. Brown a couple of years ago. Yeah. I mean, he is he's legit. It's eight straight games with at least eight catches. I believe it's seven straight games with a touchdown. The Lions, another team, they have weapons. Brown. DeAndre Swift is really good. I trust Jamal Williams at the end zone. Goff looked decent. TJ Hawkinson. I mean, Jared Goff isn't a great quarterback, but you give him weapons. And guys are buying work. into Dan Campbell. I like Dan Campbell. Guys are buying in. We've talked about we talked about them earlier. We think we like what the Lions are building, and we, we said it today too. I'd much good rather line. be good old line. I'd much rather be a Lions fan than a Bears fan right now. Um, in terms of the Commanders side, uh, it was a Carson Wentz game. Looked awful in the first half. Yeah. Played really well in the second half. Again, he has some weapons with Curtis Samuels played really well. We'll get into him later. Uh, obviously, has Terry McLaurin. Logan Thomas has played well after a year where he was hurt for a long time. Um, and then Jahan Dotson's played well. Uh, yeah, so out of Penn State. Rookie. Mm-hmm. The Commanders are just a weird team. I mean, Ron Rivera's a pretty decent coach. I just, just, I just where's, the, where's the defense? Like, where's this Chase Young defense that's coming? Is like, he playing I'm, right now? Because he, he got hurt last year. Yeah, he very well could. Like, he could I just, still be down. I don't yeah, know. I just, I'm not, I'm not understanding, you know, what the, what the problem is. Um, but, like I said, Washington is in a division that, um, yeah, Young, Young still done. is hurt. He's still he, injured. He's so recovering there, from a torn ACL in November. Answer. So Chase um, Young's, yeah, there's your answer. I, I, the Commanders are better than what I thought they've been. They've looked so far. It's just Carson Wentz, it, it's a roller coaster ride. It's an experience every game with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, this is a really interesting game. Jaguars beat the Colts 24 to nothing. Is Frank Wright on the hot seat? Uh, yes. Frank Wright. I, I, I do feel like Frank Wright is on the hot seat. Um, is this more the Jaguars are better or the Colts are just really bad right now? Uh, well, the Colts were out without um, Pittman, right? They were without Michael Pittman. Yeah, you know, uh, Michael, sorry, Michael Pitt, Michael Pittman? Mikey Pittman? Micah? Michael. It's Michael. Yeah. Also, Junior. Also has a brother, Micah. So that's the little, yeah, who used to play for Oregon. Um, so I think that, um, I think that, that the Colts are really starting to struggle. Matt Ryan hasn't Looks figured awful. out yet. Matt Ryan Looks does awful. not look good. Uh, Jonathan Taylor just isn't, he's not getting, he's not getting open lanes because there's no threat You're of passing. You're packing the box, especially yeah, there's no threat of passing. I didn't realize how bad the weapons were there. 
Yeah, Michael Pittman's a Michael Pittman's a good. He's legit. Yeah, yeah. We, we we trust him. But where's Moali Cox? The problem with Moali Cox is he's a really good second tight end. He can't be a one. Your second tight end or your second wide receiver is Alec Pierce. He's a rookie. That's hard. There's not a lot of weapons here, and they're struggling. Um, on the other side of the ball, Charter Lawrence looked really good. I believe he started 10 of 11. Uh, we're going to get more into this guy later, but Christian Kirk has just lived up to everything that they wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, their backfield has looked really good. Lawrence looked really um, good against James Robinson. James Robinson. James Robinson has came back from that torn Achilles and just looked right where he left off. Travis Etienne um, and looked then better out of the backfield. Evan Ingram's uh, getting a lot it. of targets, so... The Jaguars are another team that I don't think they're getting the playoffs or anything, but I could see them winning seven or eight games and making that leap. You finally get a good coach for Lawrence. Just, just in the, just in the fact that that's the division that, you, excuse me, that's the the division that you're playing in. You're gonna get some wins for that, you know, just because of that. Indianapolis is str- struggling. I mean, right the, now. The, the Colts were a dark horse Super Bowl pick. They, Matt Ryan was a dark horse MVP if he fit right. I mean, it, it has not worked out so far. They've got a lot of stuff to I did not. Frank Reich should be getting worried. I did Did I have the Colts? I did have the Colts we, in the playoffs. Did we both? I think I might have too. I, I think you had them winning the division. I had them yeah. in as a wild card. Okay, so I mean, this division is getting really interesting. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and your two games that you've played as the Colts, you played the Texans and you yeah, tied. Yeah, played two of them. And you lost 24 so to the Jaguars and that's what? Eight straight? Losses At in Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Yep. like it's not looking good there, Indy. Not yeah, looking good. Uh, so our second game that was a pick'em game uh, was the Buccaneers and the Saints. The Buccaneers, I believe, were favored by two and a half or something like that number. Uh, they ended up defeating the Saints twenty to ten. Um, my first comment on this, I tweeted it out. Tom Brady is an angry old man. Yeah. I mean, I saw. <laughs> My best tweet from the weekend. And his personal life is not looking good my, right my now. My best tweet from the weekend, it was the video of Brady coming and throwing the tablet, and it said, when Giselle texts you to pick up groceries after the game. <laughs> so, uh, I, Tampa is a mess right now. They're 2-0, and all, but they are a mess. You had Bruce Arians telling Mike Evans, because you saw that, right? I did not. Bruce Arians was on the sidelines. He was the one who told Evans to go in there and kick Marshawn Lattimore's ass. Why first? First off, why is Bruce Arians on the sidelines? You're not yeah. the coach anymore. You're an advisor. Yeah. Where? Why are you on the sidelines? Okay. They're really banged up. Julio's already hurt. Fournette's kind of banged up. Uh, who? Godwin's hurt for a while. I mean, Evans is suspended. Evans is suspended pending, for a game. Pending, uh, he's uh, suspended. He well, he's that. he's gonna he's gonna appeal. The Buccaneers are messed. They're two and zero. They have Tom Brady. Their defense does look. Their good. defense is legit. Um, is it their defense, or is it that you play Dak for three quarters, then he got hurt, and you face Cooper Rush, who was ill-prepared, and then you play Jameis Winston, who was either completely hit or miss? Yeah, I don't know. what. I, I, I mean, I think it's a combination of both. At first, this was a boring-ass game. Yeah. It was 3-3, basically, until yeah, the fourth until quarter. The, well, boring-ass game until there was a great fight. Yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah. Boring-ass game until there was a great fight. Um, and this is the second... Lattimore Evans yeah, fight. Yep, yep. And Jameis was on the Buccaneers the first yeah, time that happened. Talking shit to yeah. Lattimore. And this time it was Brady talking. It's just, it's awesome. So, must see TV when those two teams play. Not for the fact that that's going to be high scoring or a good game. The fact that you're going to see a fight between those two. Yeah, the, the teams don't like each other. It's usually a close game for most of the game. And it did deliver, but it was a boring one. Yeah. Uh, so I believe we're both one zero oh, and one. 
right? We had to push, and then we both picked this one correctly. We both no, one I took I took New Orleans. Oh, okay, I'll take it. All <laughs> I right, took, I took right. New Orleans. I would love to say I took the Buccaneers, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's apparently we're ink. gonna go back and listen yep. to the pod. It's and, written in ink. Yeah. Uh, no. The next game we got going on here: the Panthers and the Giants. The Giants are two and zero. The Panthers are zero two. Giants defeated the Panthers nineteen sixteen. We'll be talking about those Panthers in a little bit, but uh, I, I I don't trust that that uh, I don't trust that the Giants are two and zero. Okay. Who did they beat week one? They beat the Titans, Titans, who aren't very good. They went for two. They just aren't very good. The Titans are possibly going to be two zero and two starting this. Like that's what I'm talking the about. Jacksonville Jaguars are leading the division. They will. I am here for it. Yeah, it's Trevor it's, Lawrence time. It's great, but um, the Giants. I mean, I guess hey, you're you're doing enough to get it done, right? Like they're buying into their coach. Saquon didn't do a whole lot this game. Panthers contained him well. Daniel Jones is weird because he's not a good passer, but he's athletic where he can get around and he's a big yeah. body. Yeah. But yeah, I, but he's got some weapons. He's got Tony. He's got Wendell Robinson. He's got some Wendell young Robinson weapons. Didn't play. I, I get that, but what, what I'm saying is when he Sterling gets there, Shepherd, Sterling Shepard, Sterling Shepard. He's got he's got some weapons. He's got some guys that are gonna end up doing some things. But I just I think their defense I don't, play well too. I don't. I mean, it's the fact that you play the Titans and the Panthers. I, I mean, the, the, top the other side of the ball, it, it's it's the Panthers with me are kind of the same as. Washington, where it's like it's the Baker Mayfield experience. You're gonna have some highs, you're gonna have some lows. I mean, Baker, he had a, he had a nice touchdown pass to DJ Moore this game, but then he, I believe, he had another pick where it's kind of like, what are you doing? It's just, you know, ba- Baker's a guy that can win you games if he's on a good team, but the Panthers aren't. A very they're not good team. finding good. They're not finding good ways to get McCaffrey the ball right now. No, they have to figure that out yet. They do. I hundred percent. Do you think Matt Rule gets fired if he goes eight and nine? Do you think no matter what Matt Rule's done after this year? Do you think he's going back to college? That could be a guy who goes to Arizona State or Nebraska too. Matt Rule. Yeah. Um, it's year three. This is supposed to be the year where everything kind of comes apart. But he's had three different quarterbacks in three years. Yeah, but you've also traded for two of those quarterbacks. You traded for Darnold. How'd that go? Oh, it went so well that you traded for Mayfield. Who are you going to trade for next year? It's, like it's got to be in the draft. I just, I don't, I don't love it. I don't love what they're doing in Carolina. They have weapons. They're just not using them. They, correctly. they do. They've got more, and they've well, got Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, a good deep ball threat. Very bad fumble yesterday. So I just, yeah. I mean, the only thing you can feel good about if you're a Carolina Panther fan is you've had a chance to win both games, and you've just you've lost by field goal both times. Where, is that confidence though? I mean, you got to feel decent about it. You're in games. Last year, you weren't really in games at all. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit better. I mean, Nebraska did just end their streak of losing a little nugget. 13 straight games by one score or less. Maybe we can, maybe we can, you know, that's the thing. When it comes to, when it comes to the Carolina Panthers in the NFL, there is no moral victories. So, no. To me, that doesn't help that you're in both games. You gotta win those games. I just said fans, not the team. Yeah. I said if you're a fan, you at least have no. something better no. to talk about. Not as a fan. Uh, next game here, this is another pick'em game. It was the Patriots and the Steelers. I believe the Steelers were minus one fave. Minus one? Patriots were minus one. Patriots favorite. were minus one. That's what uh, I read. We both didn't really understand at the time. it. At the time. Uh, we they were favorites though. Uh, we both took the Steelers, I believe, right? 
We did. And we both the, took the, the points. The Patriots uh, won 17 to 14. Um, Mac Jones looked a little bit better. That Patriots offense still really isn't humming very well. He doesn't have great weapons around him. They haven't done much Aguilar to him well. this year. Like, he Aguilar, had a good catch for a touchdown. Yeah, Aguilar's. Um, I think whenever the bye week is, is going to be the transition time in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. That Kenny Pickett's going to be the starter. Um, I mean, they're already calling for his name now. The pro- the problem in in Pittsburgh is with that division being down where it is right now. You know, if if Baltimore continues to lose, obviously the Bengals are all in two. Like, you're still leading, you know, you're still in competitive for, to win that division. I just, I, I don't see the Trubisky. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't see it. It doesn't make sense to me. His footwork looks awful. He just, he's thrown off his back foot. Like, who, like, I, I just, I, so I don't get it. You're saying Mitch Trubisky. I just, I don't get it. I, you know, um, you have weapons in Najee Harris. Deontay have, Johnson. Deontay Pat Johnson. Pat Fryer. Pat Fryer. Chase Claypool. Like, you've got guys. They're just... Well, I think the Steelers are a defense team. You know that. Losing TJ Watt hurt them a lot. Sure. Um, Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick is still playing really well, but... Yeah, I the Steelers are just... They're going to be kind of hovering around, and if Kenny Pickett comes in and makes some magic, which could happen, I think they could sneak into the playoffs. I think all they've got to do is get a passer in there. Yeah. And if you can if you can get a guy that, that's a passer, which I think Kenny Pickett is, I think you have something. I just get what's the what's the Trubisky experience? What what is what are they trying to do? I, I don't get it. I just I, that one isn't making sense to me right now. Yeah. So we both took the L on that one. Uh, moving on here, we have the Rams and the Falcons. The Rams defeated the Falcons 31-27. This was an interesting game. It turned out to be at the end. Yeah. Uh, the Rams took a weird safety at the end of the game. Kind of gave Carolina a chance, uh, but. Do you feel – how do you feel about the Rams? I mean, obviously getting blown out week one, almost a blowing tough, this game. tough game against Buffalo week one. Um, I want to say – so they started out both home games because I know they were home Correct. against Buffalo and now they're home against Atlanta. Atlanta. Yep. Uh, Mariota, I mean, it just – He's Marcus Mariota. He, he is. I just I, – these teams and, – and you see it all the time with the NFL. You see it with the Packers. You see it everybody with the NFL. And they just – they get into these modes where they just – start to play prevent defense and they they just they don't get into a, a they kind of like let teams back into it it's like oh we don't want to show everything we've got or we like they just get la- I don't know what it is or if it's just the fact that you're playing the best of the best on the other side of the ball and they start to figure out it's just momentum I don't know what it is but they they don't look I mean Cooper Cup had Two touchdowns, I want to say. Alan, they used Allen Robinson. They used Allen Robinson. So, I, so more offense was there, just defensively. And I don't know if it's like, man, it's too early in the season. We're, you know, we want to be ready for postseason, but it just doesn't seem like they're ready to. I don't know. They 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 seem lazy right now. Like they're they're, they're sleepwalking. They're they're enjoying the Super Bowl. Too yeah, much champagne. Like, I don't know what it a, is. They're a playoff team, but I definitely think they're going to take a step back this year. Uh, moving on here, we got the 49ers and the Seahawks. Uh, my question for you, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, did the 49ers get better? Short term at least. Unfortunately, you hate to see an injury to a guy like that, but I didn't understand why they went to uh, Trey Lance over Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like they were trying to fix something that wasn't broken. The dude was you know, a quarter away from getting into another Super Bowl last year. Uh, I mean, is Jimmy Garoppolo the best quarterback in the league? 
By he no wins. means. But he wins he, games. But he's a game manager. 31 and 14 in his he, time he with the 49 yeah, Exactly. He does what he needs to do to help you win games. And I don't think bringing in a guy like Trey, Trey Lance helps that. Like, Trey Lance, yes, he's mobile. All right? So you can run some zone read stuff with him. But in the passing game, I can legitimately say this with confidence that he has no idea what's going on when it comes to the passing game. Yeah, he's still figuring that part out yet. Uh, I, I think what the 49ers fans should feel good about is that you're one and one. You lost game one in a in a non-typical game. Yeah. You have a quarterback that Shanahan knows how to work with them. I mean, now you're looking. You paid this guy six million dollars to be your backup. Now it's the biggest bargain you could possibly get. Kittle is yet to play. Yep. You still feel good in your backfield with Jeff Wilson instead of Eli- Elijah Mitchell whenever he comes back. Yeah, but it's gonna be like a couple months before hey. he comes back. I think, I, I think now that now that Debo is paid, now Debo's running back. Yeah, so now he's like, oh, okay, as now long as Debo, as long as Debo stays healthy, you have Brandon Ayuk as well. Yes, I, Garoppolo. I think long term, maybe not better, but short term, they got better. I I, 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 didn't have them as a playoff team. I think they could absolutely get to the playoffs and even make a run again. I mean, this was a team that was a quarter away from the Super Bowl again last year. Yeah, I have them in the playoffs. So. so I, I I do I think that um, yeah, yeah. I, I think they're better. You hate to see it, but I think right now for what they need, it's going to help them this season. Yes, I agree. All right, next game we're almost done here. Uh, we got the Cowboys and the Bengals. The Cowboys with the Cooper Rush led Cowboys won on a last second field goal against the Bengals. Are you more? Do you feel more confident in the Cowboys, or is it more that you just don't know what the hell is going on in Cincinnati? I think it's Cincinnati's offensive line. The new offense line. It's the, the, the improved, supposedly, offensive it's line. It's not there yet. See, I think Joe Burrow holds on to the ball sometimes too much, where it's like they need to run more quick the stuff. Aaron getting, Rodgers factor. Getting Jamar Chase the ball quickly. Yeah. T. Higgins, do a swing pass to Joe Mixon. Yeah. Um, you know, they have weapons where it's like you could just do a little slant or do a little bubble screen. For whatever reason, they're not doing it. Joe Burrow, I, just watching him sometimes, like, dude, just throw the ball away. Get rid of it. Something. He's trying to be. He's trying to do too much. I, 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 I think. I think that's definitely happening. Um, I think know. he might be feeling the pressure a little bit. I yeah. mean, it's, it's your first full year of starting last year. You get to the Super Bowl. You had a chance to win the Super Bowl. It, I mean, we we didn't think the Bengals were gonna go back to the Super Bowl this year. We both didn't, but we thought they'd be better than this. Uh, correct. Correct. I thought there would be. I thought there would be a, 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 you know, they would come back down to earth type th- type feeling um, to them. But I didn't see, I didn't see losing to the Cowboys without Dak. Like I didn't see that. I didn't see losing to the Steelers the way they did Week One. Yeah, you've lost both games by last second field goals. That's tough. I mean, they could very well be two and zero, but I don't think you would feel good about the way you've gotten the two and zero. Uh, yeah, but in the NFL, all, just win, baby, right? Like Al Davis said, just win, baby. That's all that matters. Next game here, a team that you know probably feels a little bit better about a win, but it was an ugly win. The Broncos taking on the Texans, win 16-9. Uh, this is another team where it's like the Broncos. Jerry Judy gets hurt. They're kind of running out of weapons here. Um, you know, you Sutton got, you got, well. You got Corlin Sutton. You have a decent backfield and a tandem with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, but... I don't. I don't. I think eventually Hackett and Wilson figure it out a little bit, but they're struggling right now to kind of get on the same page. I was just gonna say, did you see where where Wilson is um, playing against the the Seahawks week one? So I'm watching some mic'd up stuff, 
and one of the Seahawks DBs is saying that Wilson is using the no, no, same... No, 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 it was Lockett. It was Tyler Lockett. Oh, Lockett. He was calling it out he, on the sideline, the same was, signals. Like, okay, you can use the same signals, but maybe you don't want to do that against the team that you played for the last 12 seasons for, or yeah. 10 seasons, or whatever it is. Like, maybe that would be the game that you didn't want to do it. And that, to me, like, I don't... I, Russell Wilson is the, his top echelon of quarterback, it's gone. It, like, I, I, don't, I don't see it anymore. He doesn't really throw that good of a ball. Like, I just, I don't, they, they, they're, they're a timeout situation week one. Yeah, Hackett's confused right now. He's, he's, he's overwhelmed. Yeah, and then he used two timeouts when they were kneeling the ball week one. Like, Hackett is over his head right now. Okay, he ran an offense with with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers gave him a lot of money. Okay, he gave him a lot of money. I think Hackett's a good enough coach. He's I don't figure stuff. I don't. Out. I mean, offensively, I think they'll be able to figure out a little bit. I do not like it. Uh, Broncos, I'm not not interested in. Not interested in watching that team. Not interested in any of their players' fantasy. For, for offense, like it, I am not interested in the Broncos. Yes, they won, but they're playing the Texans. Okay. Hey, Texans aren't even in last place in their division. They're not. They're not. But I just. Do we have anything you can say about Texans? I don't have much to say. I mean, the I, I I I think Davis Mills is is a halfway decent quarterback. They just don't. You know, they got Cooks. They just they need some more weapons for them. It's Texans. They hired yeah. Lee Smith as their coach. Right. They need uh, more weapons. Another game here. This was an exciting one. Uh, and in walk-off fashion, the Cardinals 29, the Raiders 23. The Raiders uh, fans were popping champagne in the third quarter, feeling good about themselves. Uh, that turned very quickly. Very different game script for the Raiders. Devonta Adams, just two catches for 12 yards. They utilized some of their other weapons. Do you think Devontae's happy that he's out of Green Bay? Getting... Uh, I do mean, you, do you think the do you think Rodgers would have thrown him the more more? Had I don't more think it was ever about the game with Devontae. You know what what he said is that it was more about his family came to Green Bay maybe once a year. I mean he was homesick. He wanted to go back to California. His fa- he he talked about his family was there. Jalen hurts baby. Uh, he he talked about how his family was going to be at the Raiders game and. It, I don't think it was a football thing. It was more just a personal move. Sure. I mean, I'm sure he wished he would have been involved more, but in a little bit that I did watch, he was getting double teamed, which is nothing new. Yeah. But I think he might be realizing, man, you know, Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers. Run throw with a bad fumble. Two in a row, actually, he fumbled. Right? Because yeah. they, they recovered it, or did they call him down in the first one? Uh, I, I do not. It was two in a row, but uh, then, yeah, he fumbles in overtime, and the Cardinals pick it up and score, and they come back and win the game. Um, you know, the, the Cardinals are kind of in the same spot as the Browns, I feel like, where they're trying to weather the storm a little bit until they get Hopkins back um, and just try to give themselves a chance. Uh, Kyler Murray's Kyler Murray. He's going to have some nice plays. I mean, the, the two-point conversion, did you see that play? I did. Scrambling around for 20 yards, found a way in. Uh, that was impressive, but... 20 yards. The, the Next-gen stats said 84 Well, he was, he was at 20. He yes. was scrambling all around. The but play was over 20 seconds, and they yes. said he ran 84 yards. It was impressive. Play. I mean, he does what he does. Uh, moving on here, our last and final game. Um, oh, no, real, real quick on that. Um, you know who you are. Uh, right now, Buccaneers 2-0. Uh, um, Raiders 0-2. So maybe that $5 bet isn't looking too good right now. You know who you are. Okay. 
Our, our last game here was a pick'em game as well. The Packers and the Bears. The Packers were favored. What did we have on the number here? Ten. It was ten. I believe we both took the Bears. We did. Uh, the Packers <laughs> covered. The Bears. The Bears actually had a chance to come back. Uh, and then Justin Fields threw that pick. Uh, obviously, this is the game we were mostly invested in. Michael, what are your thoughts on this first Packers victory Monday of the year? Um. So. I don't. Well, first of all, let's uh, let's go Packers. Um, no, let's go Bears. Bears will be a lot quicker. Are you sure though? Yeah, because I got bears, some bears. I bears, got some bears talk. I don't know what you're doing. We talked about today. You don't have good weapons. You've given Justin Fields nothing. He has a decent running back, but he's not even the, the, the top. He's a he's the fifth best running back in the NFC North. You have no receivers for him. You're not even targeting your best weapon in Cole Komet, who has zero catches on the season, which is a travesty. Dude had a great year last year. Is he your best target, or, or do you have some... Uh, yeah, he's on my fantasy team, but he should exactly. be their best target. Darnell Mooney's not a good receiver. I don't know what the hell the Bears are doing. Right That's their, all I have to right say. Right now their best oh, target is Equinemius St. You, you hired a defensive-minded coach when you put all this money and time into an offensive... Yes. Into a quarterback. It makes no sense. So a couple things. Uh, number one, there was a stat that said the Bears are currently paying six... Players, I don't know which was Mac was one of them. Lil Mac. Uh, shit. I don't. There's six. It was Sixty-three a 60, million yep. dollars between those six players, and they're playing for different teams. That doesn't sound like a way to win NFL games. It's a new regime, though. That's. I mean, that's why they got rid of everybody. Okay. Because it's a new GM. Then, then. Justin Fields, your number eleven pick in the draft two years ago. Okay, so this is his. Sorry, three years ago. This is his third year. Right? Third year? Or is it second. Second. second? second year. He didn't two start because Dalton started last year. Okay. So, two... He's your number 11 pick. In two games this year, he's completed 15 passes. I can't... Throw the first game out. Okay. Here's the funny thing. You throw the first game out because they played in a monsoon. He completed eight passes. What was the excuse about last night? They didn't throw the ball. They threw 11. Why not? Because they can't. They don't feel confident. That... You cannot tell me that you have gone out and you're putting all, everything in this number 11 pick that you went and got after you already had a shitty number 2 pick in Mitch Trubisky that you went up and got and you had Deshaun Watson sitting at 10. Okay? You could have waited for it, but no, you went up and got Trubisky. Could have got Mahomes too, but... Could have got Mahomes. <laughs> and... You go and get fields, and then you don't use them. We've talked about it before, too, that Jay Cutler is the best Bears quarterback of all time. They, they, like, I just, I don't understand what Chicago is doing. It makes no sense on offense what their plan is. They have no idea what's going on. And and for that reason, I would, I am taking the Lions to finish better than the Bears this oh, year. I picked it all, picked it right away. But the Lions actually have something to cheer about. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, there's our little Bears rant. Uh, Packers, thoughts, concerns? Run defense scares me. Was that just how the game was going? I, I, yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal, personally. Well, you knew that they couldn't throw the ball, so maybe you want to put some guys in the box and stop the run, considering that's all they're doing. That's the only way they can move the ball. I just think at that point in the game, you're up 17. I don't think it was they were... Sure. They weren't preparing for the run. They're, they're thinking, okay, if they're down 17, they, they have to pass. You have to, and they didn't. 
Um, so I believe Alan Robinson is part of the people that they're sure. selling. Um, let's see, Akeem Hicks, I believe, is one, right? Yep. Yep, he's one. Uh, are they still paying Nick Foles? Yes. Possibly? Okay. That was on there. Um, Mac? Are they still paying Pat O'Donnell? They honestly might be. Nope. Yeah, they are. They are. For the Packers He's to kick against the Packers? for the Packers. They're oh paying them a million God. and a half. Jesus um, Christ. Are they still... They're still paying Andy Dalton three million. It just... It, it, and then obviously Khalil Mack is the, is the it huge just, one. It just makes no sense what their plan is. It just... Yeah. I'm not I'm not getting it. It's just... It, it doesn't add up. Um, I feel good about the Packers utilizing Aaron Jones more... If you were the Packers, you have to get Aaron Jones touches. I, I, I don't care if you have to force feed him like you did with Devontae the last couple of years. Aaron Jones makes shit happen when he touches the ball. He just does. Aaron Jones getting the ball, I think he had probably close to 20 times last night. That has to happen. And every time you see the Packers lose, they say, well, we yeah. wish we would have got the ball to Aaron Jones more. And even Dylan's 15 for 50 That's fine. didn't look pretty. But, Who cares? but it was it you're was getting important. them touches. You, you, I felt like we you, talked last week. You have to get the guys who trust touches. You trust those. Cobb, two. Cobb got a couple nice balls on third down. Who you're done with? Um, Cobb got a couple nice balls on third down, which which you know definitely like. Oh my gosh, the Vikings just dropped a touchdown. No, like Christian Watson out there. <laughs> um, Lazard, you know, obviously came back. Um, He's a guy they trust. Sammy Watkins. I he felt, looked good. Deep balls. Yep. Deep. Even the quick slants. Like, you know. That's all they needed. Like it, it. It looked better. Um, Rogers looked. You know, more engaged. And Rogers is a bit of a front runner, right? Like, like there's, there's, you know, that happens. Where, that was worse than Watson's, by the way. Well, the, that was literally in his hands. It, it was. Yeah. That that was. Was that Osborne? Yeah. 84. Well, don't throw it to him. Worry about it. Uh, anyways, but yeah, I, the Packers play the Bears. Yeah, their offense at least looks like it had a little bit of more rhythm to it, which is the way the Packers have come out under Matt before. They yeah. struggle the first game because they don't right. play anybody. Right. They they needed that win. Right. Like that. That was that was must win because Bears win. They're two and all. Um, you know, obviously the Vikings. You are you would be zero and two in your division. All right. Like that was must win football. Um, and good for them. You know, to, to do what they needed to do. Um, I, I liked I liked where um, Jair looked. Um, I liked the way Quay Walker looked. Um, there's that, that read, the, the defensive tackle. Um, looked Eric, Eric Stokes is a beast, by the way, too. Eric, he is really good. Eric Stokes, I feel like, can be um, picked on because... You don't go towards Jair. Jair. I'm taking him in a deep ball though. Every every time. Eric, Eric Stokes. Stokes. He, you're not gonna outrun him. Sorry. It, he's he's damn good. Um. Yeah, it, it was a step forward. It, it was a step forward. Now, next week is gonna be a different story. I feel like at times, but it, it was good. Uh, anything else? No. Okay. So on the week, pens. Congratulations again. You won on our picks, and you went two one and one with the push. Cody, I'm sorry you took a goose egg in NFL. Uh, I do love the Jalen Hurts love, though, so I respect that. Uh, what did we go here, Michael? You went 1-2-1. Uh, one, and one. Okay. You also had the Vikings, who are down currently 21-7. I went 0-3-1, and, and, and I also took the Vikings, who are that is down a win. Mark so, NFL, uh, so right now you're 6-2. We're not going to do the tie. So you're nope. just 6-2, and, and I'm 3-5. and five. So okay. I got... 
I got some work to go. All right, so real quick, let's make our picks for this week. Uh, Michael, go ahead and introduce the games. I just have my winners here. So we got Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo favored by four and a half. Um, we've talked about it. I think Buffalo is the best team in the NFL right now. Um, you know, Miami, I think, is going to be competitive. I think it's going to be a one-score game. Um, I'm going to take Buffalo in this game, though. Yeah, I'm going to take Buffalo as well. I think Dolphins are going to come in a little bit high after last week. First-year head coach, not going to really know how to handle that. I'm taking Buffalo. Sure. Next. Detroit at Minnesota. Minnesota favored by seven. We're not going to know where Minnesota is at record-wise. Um, but that, you know, currently, like I said, it about halftime right now. There's 30 seconds left in the first half. It's it's 21-7 Philly. Um, Jalen uh, Hurts is looking really good right now. Um, I might have to eat, eat some words, eat some crow on that one because he is he's slinging it really well right now. It's quite impressive. I'd love to see it. Quite impressive. Um, so Detroit at Minnesota. I just don't know what Detroit's defense is going to look like. Um, obviously, they haven't looked great in their first couple of games this year. Um, I. Man, seven's a lot of points. It is, but it's at home. It is at home. I I don't think I can... I think I'm going to go Minnesota. Okay. I'm going to take Minnesota as well just for the fact that they have Justin Jefferson. Wow, very elaborate. Baltimore, minus three at New England. Obviously, Baltimore could have three to four secondary out, or at least they did last game and got torched. New England doesn't have the wide receivers that can hurt that. Um, they do have an Alabama quarterback, but I don't think they have the weapons. I think I'd take Baltimore minus three. Yeah, I'm going to take Baltimore minus three as well. I am pro Mac Jones. I like him. Uh, I just think Baltimore, offensively, I think Lamar's going to do what Lamar does. He's looked good with Bateman. Uh, Duvernay is questionable. He had a concussion in the last game. I do like Mark Andrews a lot. I just don't think, that, again, that New England, like you said, has a lot of weapons, has enough where they can outscore Baltimore. I think Baltimore is going to keep scoring points, so I'm going to take Baltimore minus three as well. Uh, Packers at Buccaneers. Buccaneers favored by three. Don't know the status of Mike Evans yet. I mean, we got to think he's not going to play. Um, well, everybody always says the NFL goes for the Packers. So it's either the Packers or they're going to side with Tom Brady. Yeah. The I, old man. The family man. I don't know, man. I, the Buccaneers are... I just think the Buccaneers' defense is, is the type of defense that the Packers struggle against where you're not going to run the ball a lot against them. And they're very um, quick sideline to sideline with their linebackers, uh, with Dave Lamonte, 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 Lamonte David, and um, and uh, Devin White. Um, I just think, I think three points. I'll take the I'll take the Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Buccaneers as well. Uh, the Packers struggle in Florida in day games. Um, I picked them to lose this game originally when we did kind of our yep. preseason thing. Uh, 
the Buccaneers, they do have some injuries, which I think do. the Packers, it could side well for the Packers. I'd much rather be wrong here and have the Packers win, uh, but I don't know. I just I don't feel super good about the Packers going into Tampa. They struggled there in the past. Last time they were there, they got absolutely slaughtered. Uh, I'm going to take the Buccaneers as well. They're going to move to 3-0, but I think this is going to be a, a closer game. I don't think it's going to be a very pretty game either. Sure. Uh, 49ers at Broncos. 49ers uh, favored by one. Going into altitude, but I still think I take the Niners. I don't. I don't get what's going on in Denver. Um, I don't like Russell Wilson with with Hackett. I think they they're. It's just it, it's not pretty with them right now. So I'm going 49ers. Yeah, I'm gonna take 49ers. Well, we talked earlier about how we think the 49ers are better in the short term right now with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Shanahan's comfortable with Garoppolo. I just felt like the reason they went with Lance is because he thought that with Shanahan's offense, he wants a guy that can move and Garoppolo is a pocket passer. So I think he just thought, well, we could be get so much more if we get a guy who can move as well, like the Jalen Hurts, um, like the Lamar Jacksons. So I think that he likes Garoppolo, but I think he wants that mobile quarterback. But I, I just think with the comfortability factor with Garoppolo. We'll see if Kittle plays this week. Again, we talked about the 49ers. They have plenty of weapons around them. Yep. They have a good defense. Uh, I'm going to take the 49ers as well. Did we disagree on one NFL pick? No, no, we didn't. Good. You, you rode my coattail in every pick. Good. And you so, know why you did that? You know, so you can I can't lose. So I next, can't lose. So next week, I can't lose. For college football, we're doing. You're going to have. You're going to pick all the games. I first. can't lose. Yeah, exactly. I can't lose. No, exactly. I mean, I. It's just great minds think alike. I think these were, these were kind of obvious picks. These but, are uh, why we're the pod hosts. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. That's why uh, Cody. We're trying to get him on, but when you're putting up goose eggs and picks, man, it's kind of hard. Well, I did, rock a goose. I did rock a goose egg myself. So, All right, but uh, moving on, this will be our last segment of the day. We'll talk a little fantasy. We'll talk about our, our likes and don't likes. Uh, my first like that I have loved having this year, I have him in a couple leagues. I also have used him in DraftKings, Christian Kirk. Uh, Christian Kirk was paid this offseason. Uh, he has done everything that he has been asked to do. Uh, and just listening to, uh, I love listening to the Fantasy Football Podcast at ESPN Field Yates, Daniel Dow. Um, they were even talking how uh, Christian Kirk, with the, the with what he has done so far, if he keeps this up, the Jaguars got a deal for him. I think it was like five years, $70 million. I mean, he has been fantastic. Uh, he was a guy that in Arizona I really liked, but it's, he was stuck behind DeAndre Hopkins. He was stuck behind even A.J. Green last year. Um they drafted Rondell Moore, so I think that they just like other people than him. But, man, Christian Kirk threw two games, 12, 12 receptions, 195 yards, two touchdowns. He's been in the 20 for points every week, and also he's had 18 targets in two games. So Trevor Lawrence likes him. Christian Kirk, love him. Who do you like? My first one, I'm on Ross St. Brown. I am as well. I mean... It's, we tried telling Rob. It's, it's not a, okay, like. We tried telling well, the third bro, Amon Rob was you're, legit. You're, you're really going on a limb for me there. I get that. The chemistry with the, the, the uh, thing I love is chemistry with the quarterback, right? Chemistry with the quarterback. Clearly, you, you gave a stat. It's eight, eight catches. Eight games with eight catches, seven games with a touchdown. Eight, yeah. Eight straight and seven straight. Like, that's, that's producing 
in the NFL, that's that's fantasy producing right there. Like, what what more do you want? Even so, in a half PPR, that's four points just off the catches. Yeah, so I'm I'm uh, definitely buying on on uh, Amon Rossi Brown. Okay, another another person that I am buying on, he's actually available in a lot of leagues right now, is uh, Curtis Samuel of the Washington Redskins. Uh, in two games this year with Wentz, 15 catches, 133 yards, two touchdowns as well. Uh, he also has 20 targets. Uh, he's taking a little bit of the target share from Terry McLaurin, so he's looked really good. If he's available in your league, I would go put some, a waiver claim in him. rushing, too. Yeah, I would go put a waiver claim in him uh, as soon as you can. But yeah, uh, five carries for 38 yards in the year. Curtis Samuel, he's also very cheap in DraftKings. That, that stock's going to keep rising up, mm-hmm. but I, if you can use Curtis Samuel, honestly, a lot of the Washington skill players have yeah. had a good year. Yeah. Uh, I am going... Uh, C.D. Lamb, okay? Like or dislike? Like. I feel like people got off of C.D. Lamb when when Dak Prescott got hurt. Cooper Rush has shown that he, he has a... Cooper Rush kind of reminds me of the Tony Romo where he just kind of got into that he's spot and up. now he's... Like, he throws a good ball. He's competent. He knows what he's doing. Like, it, it, he's not Dak Prescott. I'm not saying that. But I don't think, um, you know, when most quarterback, when wide receivers, when you, when you see their quarterback isn't starting or they have to go to the backup, that their stats go down, I don't think C.D. Lamb's stats are going to go down a whole ton. Um, so He's I, the only guy they can throw to. Well, I, I, I get that. I'm just saying. That's I, why I'm saying the stats yeah, are going to go down. Yeah, I, th- I think he's still, he's still a, a, a top tier guy. Yeah, uh, another one, we talked to him a, a, about him a little bit before. Tyreek Hill, I mean, he's just been amazing for the Dolphins right now. He is 100% worth all the DraftKings money. I was uh, just going to say, I mean, obviously in your fantasy leagues, he's taken. Correct, but, but if you're but a daily yeah. player, yeah. Um, yes. he, he's leading the league in yards right now, 19 catches, 284 yards, two touchdowns, 25 targets in two games. Um, you know, Miami wants to pass, even with Chase Edmonds in there. He's a pass-catching back. Uh, so Jalen Waddle's going to get some as well, but if you if you can find a way to get Waddle and Hill in a favorable matchup, like yeah. last week, take it. Yeah. But Tyreek Hill is a hundred percent worth whatever money he is right yeah. now. Um, a little different angle. This is a sell. Bears offense. Anybody but David Montgomery, sell. Cole Komet. Yeah, I talked about it. Cole Komet was on my list. I talked about him. Hasn't even had a catch this year. Had a good year last year. Just. For whatever reason, they're not fine. Stay away. Any of the wide receivers, stay away. Like, I just, I don't, I don't, Justin Fields, stay away. Mobile quarterback. Yeah, just anything Bears offense related, you you can go use David Montgomery if if, if it's a good matchup play, Uh, but I think teams are just going to start stacking the box. And, and saying throw it throw it at us see see what you can do and so I think that that is even going to put Montgomery's stock down so anything Bears offense stay away from yeah uh, I'll keep going with the positives here uh, a quarterback who might even be available in your league if it's a if it's a smaller league and also DraftKings who's really good who has been good it's been under six thousand each week we'll probably get to about the sixty two sixty three hundred range this week is Carson Wentz. Again, you're gonna ride a roller coaster with Carson Wentz. He's thrown uh, he's thrown three picks already this year in two games, but he's had 30 fantasy points already in both games. Uh, he's had over 300 yards. He's had three plus touchdowns in both games. 
Take a Gamble and Carson Wentz, stack them with a Curtis Samuel or Terry McLaurin. It's a good play for the for the value you're getting on DraftKings. Uh, so I guess I'm the negative Nancy on here. Um, let's talk about some a quarterback who stay the hell away from Matt Ryan. Yeah, stay away from Matt Ryan. He he's got to do something. He's got to have at least two Couple to three. Weeks. Uh, good weeks before I'm I'm in on that. Now, if there's a favorable matchup, that's up to you. But if it, it, he He's is, gotta be a value play with a good matchup. It, yeah, like if like if you put all your eggs in one basket on, on on everybody else, and you just need a cheap quarterback, and that's how you're playing them, that's the only way. Because and that would only be against a, a terrible defense. But right now, I'm staying away from Matt Ryan. Yeah, one last guy that I think you should definitely invest in in DraftKings is DeAndre Swift. He was hurt. He's last, on my list. He was hurt last week, but still played really well. Still found the end zone. Uh, he only had five carries, but again, he was hurt. But he also had a touchdown in the receiving game. His touchdown in the receiving game was ridiculous. Ran around kind of like Kyler Murray did in his two point. Just found a way to get in. But DeAndre Swift is really good. That Lions offense is playing really well. Uh, I, I would definitely. Whatever you can with DeAndre Swift, if you can find a way to get him as a flex in DraftKings or a running back, take him. I think this guy is going to be a, a cheap uh, receiver, but his stock is going to go up. Uh, we talked about this today with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, heard reports in training camp that he was popping every every day, making, making catches, making plays um, for that Niners team. When you have Trey Lance in there, I don't think you're getting the ball to him the way you should now with Jimmy Garoppolo, where it's much more um, pocket passer, run the ball, play action type thing. I think Brandon Ayuk is, is going to be a, a good play coming forward, especially if he goes up against a bad defensive matchup. Yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll take these next two. I'll combine them because they're both kind of in the same situation. The running back, somebody I think you should stay away from right now. Uh, Travis Etienne and Chase Edmonds. They're both splitting carries, first of all. Uh, Chase Edmonds was out-snapped by Raheem Mostert. I like Chase Edmonds, but right now, Raheem Mostert got more snaps last week. Chase Edmonds is really in there just a pass catch. He's not going to run a whole lot. I like Chase Edmonds, but right now, until he gets more snaps, I think he should stay away. And also, Travis Etienne, he's splitting carries. This is basically his rookie year. Uh, and also James Robinson's playing really well. We talked about that a little bit. Coming off the Achilles injury, they didn't know how he would be, but I mean, he's he's moving just like a fine-tuned machine. He's found the end zone. Travis Etienne has had some drops. I would stay away from Travis Etienne because James Robinson's still cheap right now on mm -hmm. DraftKings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are mine. Okay, I mean the the last the last one that I have tight end wise, I Kyle Pitts is expensive. Stay away from him. He had two receptions the other day. Didn't do much week one. They asked Arthur Smith about it. He literally said, we're not playing fantasy football. We're trying to win games. So he's not going to try to feed Kyle Pitts. I would stay away from him. You can find cheaper tight ends in DraftKings that can find the end zone. And I'm Pitts, is, I'm Pitts is still yet to find it, the end zone in the United States. I, I'm surprised by this because I'm thinking, okay, Marcus Mariota, you're going to you know, use your safety blanket, use those tight and he's just not using them. I just, I don't, I didn't. It's like the chemistry isn't there. Well, I, don't, I think I don't the, really get it. the benefit of Pitts not getting Drake London's playing really well. If yes. you can get Drake London in DraftKings, he's fairly cheap. Drake yeah. London, Garrett Wilson, those two rookie wide receivers yeah. are good plays in the flex spot. Um, another person I would just maybe stay away from right now is Terry McLaurin just because he is getting some target shares taken away. He is a little expensive because he's had a good last couple of years. Yeah. 
Uh, and I would stay away from Russell Wilson until they figure out what's going on in Denver. Yeah, it's, it's not good. And now with Jerry Judy being out. Yeah, that hurts. It does. Yeah. Uh, Mike so, Post, Cortland uh, Sutton's stopped. Though. Yeah, Cortland Sutton might go up a little bit, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we got for today. Again, it was a longer episode. We'll try to do two episodes a week. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. So it was a little bit longer episode. We got a little bit of everything. We went through the whole NFL. We talked a lot of college, talked some, a little more baseball than we normally do. Um, again, send us your picks at twobrostalkingsports at gmail.com or send it to one of us. Uh, NFL this week just has to be in by Sunday because we're not doing the Thursday night game. Uh, yeah. Brown Steelers wasn't very appetizing. Uh, college football obviously has got to be in by Saturday before uh, 11 o'clock. But anyways, until uh, we talk again, pass, pass this along. Peace out, y'all. Talk to you later.